Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He woke and he got the files. Tell and decline to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Handy is straight up and Randolph ain't here for racist. When Tim Miller hit that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of this shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Mike B. Be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. JL Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. Dominic. Puerto Rico, Suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico, uh, a Puerto Rico, Suave. Oh, there's Latoya's question. Told that if I need if I did a 24 hour water fast. No, no, no. No, wait, the sentence not over. <laughs> no, whatever, whatever comes after that. No. <clears throat> if I did a 24 hour water fast, I don't no, need to No. I, no. I don't need to do much other cardio for reference. No. I walk back and forth to my gym 20 minutes each way and lift heavy four days a week. Really? Then explain to me why why bodybuilders who lift heavy six days a week do cardio six days a week. She's, why? why? She told by why a trainer. A trainer told you that. Hmm. <laughs> well, how much? Wait a minute. Bodybuilders. You're talking about like the the meathead guys, the real muscular guys. What is? The, how much cardio do you do when you're trying to get that big? About 45 minutes a day. <laughs> of like, but is it is steady it state? Like, steady state. Like a light jog kind of thing or walking. I mean, whatever you think can get done for steady state, it can be anything from a walk to a to a bike, 45 minute bike ride. Uh, some people break it down into um, miles, like, hey, I'm going to do 10 miles today, you know, that kind of thing. Or some people will break it into, I'm going to walk for 20 minutes, something like that. It can be anything. What is a 24-hour water fast? You just um, the, no Just food? the fact that he told you to do a 24. So he wants you to abstain from water for 24 hours. Is this, is that, I think it's only water. I think it's only water. He just wants you to only drink water. Okay. The, the, whoever this trainer is, 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 is a... Um, let me let me think of the technical term in the industry we use for tra- oh yeah a fucking moron that's that's check that's a technical term that trainers apply to other trainers like this oh, he's gonna get he's gonna get clients hurt shots fired he's gonna get he's gonna get his clients hurt but hurt but hydrated yeah well <laughs> moron mark in the chat said fucked hard So 24 hour water fast is just a fast. You just you're able to drink water, obviously. There's no need to no, do any fasting. There's it, no reason it, to ever not drink water. Fasting doesn't work. Fasting doesn't work. Fasting doesn't work. Now, what about the um the people who do that like they only eat for an eight hour period during their day? It's a 16 hour period, is what you're talking about. You eat 16 hours. Of eating eight hours, of, I think that's how it goes. I think it's sixteen yeah. off and eight on, right? Yeah, but see, here's the thing about that is um, that requires a very regimented 
a lot of a lot of really hard regimentation that right. you're not going to do. <laughs> you're, you're not you're not going to do it. You're not going to do what's necessary. So I don't I, I know people who, who do it and are successful with it. LeBron did it. He dropped that 30 pounds that time. You know, but you got to have somebody overseeing it. You're not you're not going to do it right. So, I so what's the idea there? You, you, you only eat, let's say you decide between 12 and eight, I'm going to get all my calories, get all your calories in. And eight so I don't eat before 12 or after eight. Yeah. So why does that help? Or does it? Uh, no, it doesn't really. Okay. I mean, to me, it doesn't, <laughs> it, it restricts the calories you're taking in, but there's other things that go along with it. Like, let's say I'm going to eat from 12 to eight. So maybe I'm going to eat birthday cake from 12 to eight. And then. <laughs> Right. Every day is my birthday. <laughs> and then after that, I'm fine. You know, and Nicole is saying, um, what these look, these cleanses, like Nicole is saying, she's a friend doing, a, they said it helps cleanse the body and stops, stops the brain fog. Listen, if you have a liver, a functioning liver, you do not need to do any type of fast. Okay. That is what your liver does. Your, your liver pulls, pulls those things out of your system. Your, your body's built to do this. You don't need to fast yourself away from some other things to or cleanse your system, do those cleanses. And you don't need to do any of that, any of that. If let's say you do the thing where you eat McDonald's for 30 days. Okay. That bullshit. So you're putting all these triglycerides in your system and all this horse shit into your system, right? The minute you stop, your body's going to cleanse all that shit out. That's what your body does. I don't know if any of you have ever smoked, but if you're a continuous smoker and then you stop smoking, all of a sudden you can taste better. That's because your body is your body is getting itself back to where it needs to be. You know. Let's see. Tasha saying she went between 12 and 8 and basically stopped from snacking from 12 to yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll, you, Natasha's saying she's eats from between 12 and eight and it's helped her lose weight. You will lose weight, but that's not about that, that time period. All that is, is about regimentation of, of what you're eating. That's all it is. So like you just don't snack as much. You don't eat late night. Right. So you're just regimenting what you eat. So yeah, you're going to lose weight. You, you're going to lose weight. Not a question. It's, it's just that. Do you need to do that? And, you know, in a season, she's saying she slacks and she probably, you know, if you snack on odd times, stuff like that. So if you know, OK, I can't eat anything after eight, you know, then you won't snack. <laughs> yeah, know? I can. So to me, if I, I don't have ever tried to do intermittent fasting, but I could easily not eat till noon. I know I'm not hungry in the morning. Like I have to make myself eat after eight. I'm, I, I don't know that I could do that for more than like a day and a half, two days yeah. <laughs> before I'm I'm like, I eat breakfast every day. Yeah. I, yeah. I eat lunch every day, dinner every day. And I eat, I eat a couple snacks in between. I eat late. I mean, I every, get hungry every day at night, you know? but I'm more energetic. But here's the thing too. about, here's the thing about eating late. Eating late's not bad. Well, late it's for not, me is I'm up late. So it's not bad. It's, it's where does that meal fit into the, the other calories you took into your system? Right. That's all it that's all it is. Is where does that meal fit in? You know, don't the only thing, and this is this is a stretch. The only thing eating late might do is fuck off your metabolism, maybe. (laughs) 
And it, I guess later. That's a relative. stretch. If that's I a eat, stretch. Yeah. If I eat at midnight and I'm up till three, that's not yeah, necessarily not, late. That's not late. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's nighttime, but for me, yeah, I'm still that's up. That's not for late. Hours. That might be what I would tell you is um, starting from your first meal, eat five or six meals a day, stretched out between two and two and two and two and a half hours. So starting from your first meal, eat another, eat something every two and a half hours. Five to six pieces of birthday cake. A day, all every, day. That's, that's every two, two and a half hours. I've done that. The end, the end pieces, by the way, the right. ends. <laughs> right. Not that fuck, fuck that middle piece. that just has the one layer of icing. You want that end. Oh, you got to have the end piece. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. So, so Dominic saying in the chat room. You can gain a ton of weight eating late and then going to bed. Um, the hormones are probably a bigger, a bigger thing in that. Also is how many calories did you take in before you ate late? That that's the thing It's like, how many calories are you taking in before you gain before, before you put more calories in late. Okay. It's remember this all weight, weight gain and weight loss is a calorie excess or, or a lack of calories. That's all it is. A caloric deficit is either an excess or deficit. That's all it is. So if you just, if you, if you just approach it like that, then your, your mindset will be a little, it'll be a little lighter on your mind. You just approach like that. It's just calories. You know. So leave a little room for yeah. that for late cake. night it's like a slice of cake. Yeah. Leave a leave a little. Uh... Dominique is saying it's been a bitch since the hysterectomy. Yes, because your hormones are out of whack. Okay, and that can fuck everything off. Okay, so at that point it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and Latoya is saying it's calories in and calories out. It's exactly what it is. It's calories in, calories out. Calories. Don't in, you? Uh, if you have a partial hysterectomy, you still have the hormones. Well, you would assume that if you have a partial hysterectomy, then you have partial of the hormones. No, they keep the ovaries. They they still they still make the hormones. Are they producing at the same levels? So. Yes. Oh, you gotta oh, go get yes. you gotta go get write-ups on that. My I don't wife, has, I, my I wife had a partial know. hysterectomy. I'll yeah. ask her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had a partial hysterectomy. And um from what they told me, everything functions like normal. Um and it has uh, you still, you you know, it doesn't um, speed up hot flashes or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Now, if you get a full hysterectomy, you have to take pills and all that stuff to balance out your hormones right. because everything's right. gone. Right. Um, when you have a, a partial one, um, I didn't have those problems. I think uh, a lot of my uh, weight gain uh, came whenever I had fibroids. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when mm-hmm. a lot of my gateway um I gained a lot of my weight yeah. because uh, I had a it's bunch the fibroid. of Yeah, but I had a bunch of them and one of yeah. them actually attached and my body was responding like I was pregnant. Even though I wasn't right. pregnant, my right. body stopped responding in that same manner. And it was crazy. y'all. It made no sense. I was like, the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's, you know, that's the that's the uh, that's the hormone system, the endocrine system. 
sabotaging everything. You lost the gang of weight though. It, was it after after you had the fibroids and stuff and everything? Yes, kind of, yes, because yeah, you lost the gang of weight. Because that was the the largest I had ever been, and I, you know, it's one of those things where I really didn't tell anybody. I didn't yeah. even tell my my immediate family and stuff. I just started blowing up, and everybody. Well, you're tiny. You're tiny though, so you're tiny. So five, six, seven, eight, nine pounds is going to show fast. You yeah. know what I mean? So because I'm not tall. When not you, at all. Yeah. When, when, <laughs> yeah. when you're tall, it seems like a lot of you people's can, your weight is more evenly you distributed. You can distribute out over your yeah. body a little bit better. Unless it's settling in one spot, you know. Um, yeah, it's just calories in and calories out. And then and even for men, the endocrine system, it, it gets out of what? Not, not. Uh, this is just me spitballing, not maybe at the level that it does for women. I'm sure of that, but it happens. Like I'm, we're all losing testosterone. We all, the T is going down. It's just, I, it's going. I, I listen to Ben Shapiro. What's so funny, Randolph, it's reverse for women. The T is going up because yeah. once I cross 40, all this hell. Oh my God. I look in my, I got a mustache. I got a, a beard. I got, it was hair. I was like, the fuck is this hair? Yeah, first of all, Tanya said, I need to do some ball tanning. I'm not fucking with the ball tanning. <laughs> not fucking with the, the ball. balls. And uh, Dominique saying she keeps seeing ads from men with hormone issues causing them to gain weight. Yes, they do. Because when your testosterone drops, that, that, can bring a can bring a couple of notches down in the metabolism. It also makes you not want to do anything. <laughs> so then you become more sedentary because it's lack of testosterone. You don't want to get up. You don't want to do nothing. You want to just kind of sit on a couch and so one problem every, every every all your mamas have at some point complained about your daddy just kind of sitting sitting his ass on the couch not doing nothing. He, he won't get his ass up off that couch and get it. just sitting on that damn couch. You know that's that's that low T, baby. And that was before TikTok. <laughs> like now we have a reason to sit on the couch to do nothing. <laughs> right, right. You know, scrolling through shorts and all whatever reels. So what you do as a man is you do compound exercises. You just keep lifting and you do compound exercises. Thank you, Mark, in the chat room, brother Mark. So hit the gym. That's how you keep your testosterone up as a man. You gotta stay, you gotta stay in that gym. Do compound exercises. Fuck all that. I'm just gonna stand here and do these curls and get these arms big, mm, baby. <laughs> you better, that's that's, that's not cutting it. Put a drop down. Do some push ups. What about ask your doctor for uh, testosterone replacement therapy? I am. They got of those kids at Target now. I am of the opinion. I think that's side effects of that shit. There is nothing wrong with testosterone replacement, but just testosterone needs to be really low. Right. I'm of that. I'm not of that. normally low, but like, yeah, really low. low. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I say yeah. ask your doctor because your doctor be like, you don't need it. Ah, <laughs> ask and, your and, online and, pharmacist. Yeah. Please don't don't ask them. Ask WebMD. <laughs> I know, right? Hey, Randolph, what do you tell for people? And I'm going to keep this real. When I first started it, don't give a fuck about them calories. But like, I'm not counting on numbers, but I want to lose weight. Like, what are you talking? Because I know people talk about calories and I understand the concept, but some people, they're not going to take the time to read and figure out. What you need to remember is serving sizes. So what you need to be thinking about then is serving sizes. What is your serving size? A serving size is the palm of your hand. That's a serving. Your hand, not Rod's hand. (laughs) You understand? (laughs) Do you see the difference? Rod, Rod, can you palm a basketball? Yeah. 
I can't. Not Rod's hand. <laughs> okay? I, 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 I can I palm a basketball. See. Not my hand. What if you have one of those big... I got the size uh, of, a, of an eight-year-old's hand. Okay. So that's your service. Foam, now. wear number one fingers. Can you use yeah. one of those? <laughs> yeah, your hand. That's a serving size. This is the size, of your, this is the size of your palm of your hand. So, and I don't mean... Like, so you put it in your palm, then you stack the shit up six inches up. Going no, up. that don't count. <laughs> Instead of going north and south, you go east and west. I don't mean like that. I mean, it's the, the palm of your hand. So a good a good rule of thumb is two carbohydrates to one protein. So two carbohydrate servings to one protein serving is a good is a good rule of thumb for the plate. And then, of course, you need your greens. You need you need your greens. I would tell you eat as much green as you want. I don't give a fuck. I mean, I eat all the greens. I don't. I don't, <laughs> give, a fuck. I don't give a fuck on that. Yeah, but the carbs and the protein. Oh, and the, and you need a good breakdown. Goes something like Joe just doing around numbers. We'll say fifty percent carbs. Eighty-five uh, percent protein and fifteen percent fat. That makes sense. And I had to learn what all those words, like, I know what that is now, but at first I was like, what the fuck is a carbohydrate? What the fuck is a protein? This shit you eat all the time, but I just call it food. That's what it is. It, yeah. It's food. Carbs are. Everything carbs you are, like. Protein carbs is. Carbs are. Yeah. Cheetos. Protein here. Start with meat. That's that's protein. <laughs> start with meat, eggs, uh, legumes. <laughs> 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 not legumes shit like shit like that and then Chickpeas. carbs are carbs are you know grits toast rice potatoes yes which is like a starch I said, too. everything you like everything yeah. it turns into sugar well there's that, a that, reason why there's a reason why you like it that's your body <laughs> making sure that you have energy in because let's say you live on the, the plains of the serengeti and you got to get up and run if a fucking lion is chasing you. <laughs> <laughs> Carbohydrates is what's fueling that. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make friends with the lion. I, I can't stress this enough. You have to make friends. Run. <laughs> you have to be friends with the lions. You can't can't be enemies with them. So sometimes, you know, sometimes you'll be like, uh, damn, it was a potato chips. Mm-hmm. That's your body. Like you need some quick energy. Go get go get us some carbs. Like I was doing um, pop tarts on Sunday before I go to the gym because that's the day I deadlift. I would do a, a pop tart and uh, pop tart and energy drink and water before my lifting session. But I'm starting to uh, my my tea is coming down, <laughs> so I got alter I got alter. I can't keep fucking with them pop tarts. So I've gone back over to yogurt, that Greek yogurt, banana, energy drink, and and then because I can't keep fucking with the pop tarts. Give me a second, vamp for me. The wife's calling. She's uh, she's Hello? at the store wants to look at you pop tarts. <laughs> yeah, you you eat pop tarts. <laughs> Are we low on pop tarts right now? Yeah, I started uh, juicing and stuff. That's that's actually been okay, uh, really right. fun. I, I started from my my mother in law. Shout out to my mother in law for not uh, giving up on me because you know she been trying to get me to like to juice and to blend and stuff for for many 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 years. Like she is like in her sixties, and every time she goes and they test her, 
everybody's always surprised because they was like, your blood work is like an athlete. Her and my father-in-law, they are always surprised. They was like, you ain't know no pills. You ain't know no supplements. She was like, no. She was like, I do a lot of natural things and stuff like that. And yoga, they take, both of them take yeah. very, very good care of themselves. So she's been trying to get me to do it long, for a long time. And it just so happened that uh, I finally started doing it and I actually like it. And what I realized it makes your body feel great. And she was because when I first started it, all of a sudden I started getting energy boost. I could see better. I could focus. My mind was sharp. And I told her, I was like, bitch, I was like, uh, you feel like this all the time. I will be out here running eight miles too. No yeah, wonder. That's, that's what they say, right? You start getting more energy. You do. Expending energy makes you generate more energy. So it feeds itself because if you don't have energy, you don't want to do anything, and then you Mm-mm. don't have energy. Mm-mm. Next thing you know, I started doing my own little fancy combos because at first it was it was kind of difficult because everybody was like, "Do this, do that." I started doing what I had at the house. I started doing strawberries and blueberries and mangoes and pineapples and shit like yeah. that, and put them in the freezer and freeze them, yeah. and then take it out as I need it. And it has made a world for the difference. And then I started getting to the greens, the kales and the spinaches and all that stuff. I'm like, oh, and I thought about you, Randall. I was like, oh, this is the shit Randall probably been telling me to do forever. <laughs> yeah, it makes it makes a difference, you know. Uh, the thing about the the uh, the brain fog, it's it's listen, brain fog is what motherfuckers are having from. Um, the COVID and shit like right. that. It just made my mind sharp. Yeah. What, what we're happening is just, uh, yeah, just, we'll say a lack of sharpness. Yes. <laughs> you know, just kind of a lack, a lack of, no, cause it's not a forgetness or anything like yes. that. No, we all, we all kind of have that, but the more active you are, you know, the better your synapses is kind of just, 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 just cause your whole body is functioning better. That's all that is. Mm-hmm. And your brain is part of the system. So every, everything's functioning better. If you're exercising, Rod, I don't know. I must be killing you not being able to go play basketball. It is. Yeah. It really is. I, yeah. I, I lucky, uh, was going to go play this week. And I was like, but the cases went up again. I was like, that's just a good warning that that's a dumb yeah. decision. Uh, yeah. so yeah. I was like, but they got like a five o'clock group of guys that play and they haven't had any like positive cases in the last like year or so mm-hmm. um they got jobs and responsibilities kids and shit i don't i, I mean they seem to be running it are they all vaxxed safe. and boosted i don't know because your your area exactly yeah <laughs> exactly but I, I miss that's one of the things I miss about basketball too is like uh the the endorphins and the brain rush right. afterwards. I I'll come up with some of my best funny yeah. material after that because I'll just be in the shower thinking about shit my brain wouldn't turn off. Yeah, and that's 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 the you feel better, so your your body, your mind works better. That's mm-hmm. it's a really big, you know, the mind, body and mind, baby. Body, body and mind. That's why samurai warriors believed in that. Um, yeah, the Greek warriors believed in that. You know, you have to keep your mind sharp too. This is why I don't. I was just reading a thing that uh, I'm reading a bunch of essays by Ralph Wiley, and one of them was about the black athlete playing better, how black people are predisposed are predisposed to play better and to be better athletes. And uh, he doesn't agree with that. I don't particularly agree with it either. I think a, a large part of it is that. Uh, um. 
when you ain't got no money <laughs> and you're trying to get somewhere, you're going to focus into the avenue that's there for you. Mm-hmm. You know, he said, so if in the beginning, when they kept black people out of sports, let's say baseball, it was the black players aren't as good as the white players. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then black players got into sports, started dominating, and then it became, well, they're not as smart. <laughs> right. Now it's so you see how it kind of morphs all, all the time, you know, so it's yeah, not that they're not as good. They're just so now that, oh, yeah, they're good. They're they're good. They're natural. What that discounts is the. Thousands of hours, let's say, as Steph Curry has put into making himself into this, mm-hmm. starting from when he was a kid in the backyard with his daddy going, OK, now put your elbow right here, follow through on the shot. Now do it again. Now do it again. Shots. Yes. Do it again. Now do it again. You know, practicing your feet have to be right here every time you do this every time you know now he could have taken that same focus and applied it to flying a plane and been a and been a pilot mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the same levels of focus i just applied my focus to this thing you know that's what it is <laughs> that that's what it is are there some genetic things that that help athletes of course there are you you can't be five feet and and play in the nba very rare spud webb mugsy bogues mugsy bogues you have to be thomas you have to be a far above average Mm -hmm. and far smarter than a lot of other guys oh yeah and you got to have a crazy work ethic yeah you got to be Allen iverson size and playing it that's will (laughs) that's skills that he's honing and his will you know what i mean that's that kind of thing it's just uh it's focus it's focus and being in shape helps you focus so somewhere out there there's a pilot with uh mamba mentality for flying a plane I bet you he's I bet you he's one of these top gun motherfuckers. Yes. Right. (laughs) Winning all the awards. (laughs) His name is Maverick and he's in theaters. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I was I was thinking about waiting on going to see that, but I was like, I guess I got to go see this shit in IMAX. Everybody's talking about how good it is in IMAX. Is it is it out this weekend or next weekend? I don't know. People have seen it online like. uh, I think Rich Eisen saw it on saw it on IMAX, and he was like, "You got to go see it in IMAX." Mm. You know. Awesome. Okay, next weekend. I knew it was coming out soon. Two- yeah. Oh, they're starting on Tuesday. Well, they want to get all the money. Is it a holiday or something? I ain't no, no yes, Memorial, Memorial Day, Day. weekend. Yeah, y'all keep talking. Week. That's why the old lady calling to go downstairs and get some. Memorial Day, yeah, yeah it's a week from this coming Monday, so it's yeah. The show times around here. It's Tuesday, uh, May twenty fourth. They have IMAX. And 4DX, if you want to smell plane exhaust or something. Mm. Okay, Memorial is the 30th, right? I'm assuming. Yeah, it's 30th. That's interesting. Tuesday, I guess they try and get all this money. They said, I read an article that said Tom Cruise wouldn't let them put it on streaming. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's contracts and stuff. He was like, what you're not going to do is that. So he said, it's got to go into the theater. No direct to streaming. Guarantee he makes a percentage like a... which McCauley Scarjo was like, no, you don't do this for another thing. Now you fuck it up my money. Yeah, because a lot of them have complained. They don't make the same money on streaming. No one makes the same money on negotiations. Now they renegotiated that stuff with a lot of them and redoing contracts because people say, hey, this shit wouldn't develop before. We didn't mind before because, hey, we got all, all our money in the theater up front. But would you want to go streaming first or 
cutting the amount of days in theaters that fucked their money up. Yes, we're in the pandemic, so that affects everything, but I don't blame them. I want to make all the money I want to make too. Well, he didn't say it was about the money for him. He said it was about helping the theater owners. Uh, okay, so draw money into their pockets, I guess. Yeah, right. so I spent a lot of time with theater owners, the people that serve the popcorn, the ones that make this happen. Uh, please, I know he said he told the owners, please, I know what you're going through. Just know we are making Mission Impossible and Top Gun is coming out. First of all, what a flex to be able to say that about the movies you're in. Like, <laughs> don't worry, I'll keep the industry afloat. Just give me, I got right. you. Give me a few months, guys. I got, I, I'll get y'all the movies y'all need. And he's not necessarily wrong, but damn, what a flex. Well, that's what they about, like, uh, when comics go on the road and then they have a merch table at the end of the show. They're like, you know, we're basically T-shirt salesmen mm-hmm. who do jokes. I guess on some level, Tom Cruise is a popcorn salesman. He is. Yeah. Like, that's really what he that. is. Also, though, for I mean, I know these like maybe five people are in Tom Cruise, his stratosphere. But these guys, they they need to be the number one box office draw to make their next movie mm-hmm. and to make money for the next movie. And then, it, so they have to show numbers. They have to do numbers. Mm-hmm. So they have to always stay on top of like how much they're doing as far as numbers. It's goes. unfortunate so I guess, too, because like the way the media covers these movies, oh, it's terrible. if they're not Marvel movies or whatever, they call them flops and yes. they don't have any regard for the fact that these shits is coming out during the pandemic. So that has to be hanging over his head too. Like he could do all this fighting to get it put in the theater. Maverick doesn't make a billion dollars. And then the fucking headline next Monday is going to be uh, Tom Cruise flops at the box office. It's like, yeah. damn. Most movies don't make a billion dollars. I know. That's for, what I'm saying. And for a lot of them, they like some double and triple their initial budget, which is actually a win. I mean, you made money. Yeah, but they still report them as flops. They did that to a lot of those WB movies this year. Andy, so. look out for Courtney. Let's see if he he can you join the chat. He's in the chat. Bring him on. There he goes. Yeah, you, you can turn his camera on. Turn your camera on, Courtney. Oh, you in the car driving? Oh, uh, yeah. In the car? Oh, okay. All right. I thought you was home, my brother. Courtney's birthday. Courtney's birthday, y'all. Happy birthday, oh, brother. Happy birthday, birthday I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Go ahead, much. sing it to him. Go ahead, sing it to him, Randolph. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Doing my Anita Baker sway. I'm about to swerve off the road. <laughs> Where are you heading? Um, going home. Just went to pick up a, a salad. I'm trying to, you know, first day older. Eat better. Come on through salad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is there bacon on the Is it loaded? Though? I'm about to ask the questions too. Is gonna, it how loaded is it? I'm gonna hit you with uh, the cor- loaded loaded with an assortment of vegetables, nothing crazy. Yeah, okay, okay. So hit you, you with you the Morgan Freeman one. voice. I'd like to be able to tell Courtney that that salad oh, was man. the answer. Man, I, <laughs> I, like on a, I can't. <laughs> I went on a run this morning that was way too hard. Way too hard. Well, it was 90 there. degrees outside. How hot was it? Uh, it wasn't that hot. It was, I mean, it was it was very very early, so I just got back. So it was like sixty degrees and foggy. Oh, that's nice. It's not bad. Mm-mm, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, I went on a walk this morning. I went on a walk this morning. It was fun. Is this a typical a birthday for you, where you're like, you know what, I'm going for a jog and eating salad? Like, do you do you do this a lot to, to get motivated and then 
Start uh, fall no, off. <laughs> no salad, but every year I do run the Brooklyn Bridge. I didn't do it this year. Okay. Why not? You said why not? Yeah, because the Nets lost. Because the Nets got swept. <laughs> <laughs> Because running around my neighborhood was hard enough. I'm not. I'm not about to be winded in public. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? These, some of these tourists, these, fine. This they first time. This they first time seeing black people. I ain't gonna also be winded. No. <laughs> <laughs> they got. They got a running, a running shit over there. A workout spot by the Brooklyn Bridge now. Do they got spots where people go to get down? No, I mean no. It's just you just run the. You just run the bridge. You just start and run the bridge. What is that? Well, how, how far is the bridge? It's not a mile. About, oh. It's about three. It's 3.1. The whole bridge is 3.1 or just the run to the oh, bridge? The run the bridge and back is uh, 3.1. Oh, that's a good run. Yeah. That's a good Damn, I would want to do that. Next time I'm there, we're going to do that. Come come, come, come through. I'll prep. Yeah, I'm going to try to run a half marathon. We're going to do, do that. I'd, I'd like to do that. Run yeah, down to the Brooklyn uh, Bridge and run back. I'm not gonna run, but uh, yeah, I, I we we talked about walking a brisk, a brisk, light old people walk across the bridge. I'm down for that. I'm yeah. not running. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful walk or run. I bet you it's a really it nice is. run too. Yeah, it looks like it is. That's what you pay that that eight thousand dollar a month rent for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one one day a year, enjoy, and the rest of the time, I'm in a cloud, just angry. <laughs> What's the number now? What's the birthday number? Uh, this is 40. Oh, this oh is shit. A, it's the Welcome milestone. To the club. <laughs> this is a milestone right here. <laughs> yeah, milestone birthday. It don't well, feel like it though. Think about buying that ring yet? Think about <laughs> what kind of what kind of what kind of ring? <laughs> what? A Who new said? ring? What? Who said? <laughs> a Nuva ring. Huh? What? <laughs> a new what, what, a birth control ring? What we doing? What, what kind of huh? ring are we doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Huh? What? The ring doorbell. <laughs> it's all I like that. The ring doorbell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not getting married again. That's not happening. You know Never? that. No. <laughs> Never. Does she know this? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Once, once, once again, the uh, the Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman variation <laughs> narration. I'd like to be able to tell Courtney that that decision is rest within his hands. <laughs> do rest within my <laughs> I'd hands. I'd like to be able to tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> I do rest within my hands. Yeah. Forty is. 40 is too old for somebody to be giving me an ultimatum. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't, get, they don't give ultimatums at that age. They just, they just, one day you come home and, and they packed up. Yeah. Well, you got one. Look, check my Twitter. And if, uh, if I tweet one day, guess I'm gonna die alone. With the sad trust face is, emoji. Not even not even a sad face with the with the I don't know emoji. I don't know. Guess I'm gonna die alone. All these tourists are like, why I is guess. that jogger crying? What's going on? <laughs> well, he's running across the Brooklyn Bridge. Winded <laughs> running across the Brooklyn Bridge listening to Adele. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's uh, running music. No, that's not. <laughs> that's the kind of stereotype I'm trying to start. You know, black people love Adele. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and just cut to Courtney doing a, a slow crying jog. Just a slow, right. just slowly jogging. And, but like, and his I cry, not, slowed down all of a sudden. Not so much crying as just weeping. Yeah. The camera zooms out. There's just a guy on one knee posing to his girl. Courtney just runs through them. Yeah. <laughs> <It's just funny. laughs> uh, it, 
older the, the older you get, do the more emotional you are? Is that a real thing? Yes. If you're a black man, yeah. yeah black women always been tapped into. We had to be. Yeah. My 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 brother, our my best friend, sent me a message today because we have the same birthday, and he sent me a message about how long we've been friends. And so crying, uh, I cried. You cried. Yeah, the listen, listen, listen. <laughs> so I read the text message, and all of a sudden, I was just like, "What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> what is this?" And I texted him back, and I was like, "Bruh, why am I so emotional?" And he was just like, "Same. I don't know." So. Mm. Hmm. We, we crying in our forties. That's what's up. Oh, men, men cry and the T level go down. Women's T levels <laughs> go up, and they get hot flashes. Oh, I'm yeah. looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to crying at Top Gun. Yeah, <laughs> welcome to experiencing the full range of emotions, man. Ah, it feels this feels good. Man, I've been trying all this time. all this therapy you just now getting here. Hey, listen, I'm 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 facing all of the inner demons but none of them have really made me cry okay all right all right creed didn't make you cry no, i ain't gonna lie yeah no that oh. <laughs> that one that one got me. <laughs> that's different, <though. laughs> that's different. <laughs> okay south paul was the first one to get me oh i remember south paul that didn't get me the I scene the I scene top where his daughter slapped him in the face Mm-hmm. <laughs> man listen <laughs> i could top all of this uh i cried during um uh uncle drew and the- <laughs> <sighs> okay i'm gonna need yeah. you to mute okay. his i'm gonna need you to mute his mute. <laughs> um, nope okay this is a no judgment zone <laughs> i was in the theater by myself <laughs> uncle drew crying which part? uncle drew at 10 a.m in the morning on a it friday it be a good part was it the part oh, where uh no i don't want to watch i haven't seen uncle drew yet i want to watch it it was when Lil Rel finally shot that shot. You know, <sighs> okay. He had, the whole movie, he had been afraid to shoot, and he finally shot the shot. Is that the game. Ben Simmons story? Is that what is and Uncle Drew? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yes, basically. Well, it, ba- it banked in, and I cried for Lil Rel. I said, "Look at him getting over his, getting over his fear." <laughs> <laughs> he laughs at me because he was like, "You don't cry nothing in the movies." I, I don't know what else was going on at that time in my life, but I definitely cried. For did Lil you Rel. see some of your? Did you see some of yourself and then use it as an nah, allegory to your own life? Nah, I don't know <laughs> what it was. I, I never had that problem. I throw that thing up. Y'all the better get funeral, that rebound, brother. Mark's in the chat room talking about tearing up at the funeral scene, the Avengers. Yeah, okay, I would. Yeah, I would have thought it would have been more. Uh, uh, okay, I can see it. Mr. Stark, uh, Mr. Stark. That was when he got me. If if, if someone's gonna died. get me, Carrie Carrie's in his truck on the on the Zoom, wiping his eyes right now, just over the conversation. I saw you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I saw no you. man, I'm hot. It's all allergies, man. Yeah, man. It's just you know, it's a lot of pollen in here. I think if if Avengers was gonna get me, it would have been when uh, uh, Happy was talking to Tony's daughter. That that would have got me. Mm, it didn't. Tough. But that would have been the moment. To, I'm going to get you a cheeseburger. That would have been the moment to get me. Uh, for me, it was when Chadwick went to the, went to the smoke. Because <laughs> he was tell, he was getting people up like a leader. Yeah. Like, get up. We ain't done fighting. And I was like, yeah. oh, no. He said, what you, I think I remember the line. Uh, this is no place to die. Yes. And then poof, we just did. Oh, <laughs> it's getting, and that was like almost the end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, they got me. <laughs> he almost made it. These motherfuckers. <laughs> I thought I thought they had got everybody out of there that was gone. 
I'll tell you one that got me that was a that was an odd one was in um, The Incredibles. Not the first time I seen it, but later on we were watching it again, just sitting up in here. And there's the scene at the end where you got to have the backstory to the scene where the uh, Miss Mrs. Incredible tells her daughter, you look, you got to you have to understand that this power is in you. And when you call on it, you got to be able to use it because that's just the way it is. And then she runs off. Then at the end of the movie, they're all they're all trapped. And then that plane falls on them. And then mm. the smoke clears and she's made a force bubble. And then the daughter, mm. the mother says, that's my girl. That shit made me cry like that. Said, that's my girl. Oh, yeah. Boom. I was crying. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> oh. So a lot of like uh, like daughter moments, basically. Kids. Yeah. Uh, daughters, kids. Emotions are a good thing. Uh they're not bad. At, le- at least you're in the age where men aren't scared of it because it comes to age where men just get fucking freak out and get scared of emotions. Like emotions are going to attack and jump on them. And you're like, you know, you got these too. Yeah. Yeah. You just well, don't show them the therapy. same way. That's part of that therapy. I cried too during uh Incredibles because that mom got an onion. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> she shot out the Pixar. <laughs> It was actually at a point that I was like, yo, she's she's using her powers to inflate her ass. Who's she trying? What's right. she trying to she's trying to impress Frozone? What is she trying to do? Right. She's trying she to is. get chose. <laughs> What's she doing? Yeah, they did they did draw her onioned up, onioned up. Yeah, the Pixar moms, they know what they're doing over there. <laughs> Courtney, what you gonna do for the rest of the day, man? Oh, he muted. Did he oh, mute? hold on. I gotta, yeah, I gotta. There we go. Unmute. Okay. Um, you know, just feel these emotions. That's I really have no plans. <laughs> I have no I have zero I have zero plans today. There's like a house party. Yeah, um, that's when you know you're grown. Yeah, but <laughs> COVID's on the rise in New York and it's on a rooftop. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> well, if it's on a rooftop. Yeah, so it's a little daytime rooftop thing. I might, you know, what I'm saying throw on. Who gonna be there? That's that's next. Here's a here's a forty year old question. Who who gonna be there? That's what I honestly don't know. Um, this like is this comics or is it just like just regular people? It's a mix of both. So the the dude the dude who's throwing it is a comic with a lot of hats, uh, and he has a lot of friends and all other industries and like the last party he had it was just like a lot of regular people there surprisingly uh so i think it's gonna be like that well if it's regular folks you'd be all right <laughs> yeah you can't trust comics man no nah, man no nah, man <laughs> yamanika we, said we are, uh, Yamanika. We untrustworthy but regular people don't riff you know <laughs> you make a joke and they look at you funny yeah that's true yamanika that's said that uh donnell donnell looked like covid <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> he said on the Breakfast Club, Danielle's had COVID like five times, some crazy number like that. Oh damn! And she's like, he'd be wanting to hug people, and she's like, no, nah, man, you look like COVID. Don't, don't <laughs> get away. <laughs> Back up. <laughs> I got friends who had every variant, and I'm like, everyone. All right, you out here right. getting chose every time. Okay, yeah, every no. time. <laughs> I don't know how this keeps that. happening. Try to get that free sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> COVID punch card is thick. Yeah. And then you tell him, so you, you vaccinated? Well, you know, I mean, and then I'm they, immune because I had it. They, yeah. Mm. Yeah. They no, never I had the Jonathan like Ozzy. 
Yeah, one they, shot is always the thing. I got one. I got one shot, and then I had COVID every time, so I'm good. <laughs> no, it don't work like that. We was trying That's to get the next shot. Uh, come on, yeah, we got down to forty. Yeah, we got busted trying to heist the. Y'all trying to get in there? <laughs> I told yeah. Roger we should have just went up without an appointment, but he was like, "No." Karen's not a good thief. Don't listen to her. Oh, I'm a terrible thief. We're gonna get caught. Don't tell me shit. <laughs> like she just, uh, we signed up on the website, and then when I showed up, she was like, "So, um, are you over 50? And I was like, "No," and then she was like, "Um." Do you have uh some it was some type of thing like an autoimmune disorder or something? And I was like, nah, what does that mean exactly? It's like it's like you gotta have like be on chemo, get mm-hmm. cancer drugs, stuff like I'm that. Surprised they asked. And uh I was like, no. And she was like, Oh, then you, you can't get this shot. And I was like, Oh, what if you would have said they yes? ask because y'all be stealing? <laughs> That's why right. I mean what if they you sitting said on the yes. counter gonna expire the fuck. I so I thought I, I probably could have lied and said yes. The thing I was worried about was I don't know any of the answers to the questions <laughs> once we get past yes. So right. she would have asked, like, well, what uh what drugs are you on for your autoimmune? I was like, uh, you know what? I was lying. Uh, uh, I'm not gonna <laughs> let's just not even do this. Yeah. I don't I don't I would I don't know. I just didn't you. know if there would be backup questions. Is, right. and I, so I yeah. stopped a lot early because I'm smart and was like, <laughs> I'll just get this another. Because the other thing she was like, they'll probably approve it for y'all in like a month or something. I was like, that's fine. I I'll guess the only, the only thing you could do there is be like, I prefer not to discuss my medical history with the right. CVS pharmacist. But and it is my me. pharmacy, so they probably could have just looked my shit up and be like, nigga, you ain't on no motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Go about his past history. There's nothing <laughs> in here that shows your doctor has never approved any of those medications. Yeah, you just got to make shit up. Wait right here, sir. I should have just started scratching my neck and being like, come on, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I need it. (laughs) I got these two cheeseburgers, man. I think the thing to do is still to do is to go around closing time. Because I think I don't know if they're still doing that thing where uh, if if they got shit that's going to expire, that they'll just fuck it. Mm. And just giving out they're giving out shots like old donuts. Yeah. Yeah, they were. They old shots. Fauci got really mad because he heard about people just they were just ditching the things. He was like, no, they should just be telling any offering the shots to anybody. So they were doing that at first when it got close to expiration. They did it in the store. One time I was in the store. Anybody wants a shot? Come on back here. (laughs) Got them shots. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they're doing that anymore. I think it's uh, it's all appointment only at this point. For the boosters. Oh, they and they may have cracked down with all the funding and things like that. Yeah, I'm wait. I, I I'll be first in line as soon as they as soon as they approve it for yeah. under fifty. Come on. Well, that's that's the only reason I'm out right now because I've been I've been going and doing shows and I'm not comfortable being in a basement. I'll tell you that mm-hmm. shit. But uh, the only reason I've been going is because I I got boosted. Yeah, that's I the got, only reason. If I, I hadn't gotten that booster, nope. I got tickets nope. to see the roots tomorrow, and I'm still like, eh, uh, should I or shouldn't I? You know, the like- thing about seeing where Andy's going to see, we were talking about it. It's at the it's at the Kennedy Center, which and they're they've been on it about, you know. So I looked at their website, stuff like that. Kennedy Center on May 15th dropped the proof of vaccination thing. You don't have to show them mm. proof anymore. Uh oh, that's six <laughs> days ago, but mm. they still have the mask mandate. As long as they enforce it, yeah. they have to wear a mask. Right. Now, the other thing is, this Roots show was originally supposed to be December 26th. 
and they reschedule it because of Omicron and someone in their crew you know, had a positive test or whatever. So everyone who bought a ticket to this show bought one at a time when you had to be vaccinated to get into the Kennedy Center right. with proof, unless they've resold their tickets. So most of the people at least are vaxxed, if not boosted, I would assume mm-hmm. who are at that show. And so it's like, it's a, it's a risk. And I'm like, should I, I don't even know if I want to take that risk. I, right. Yeah, at this point, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I paid a lot of money like, for the tickets. One thing I saw down here was as soon as they lifted that mask mandate, I mean, people were chomping at the bit to not wear a mask. Yeah, they like, like yeah. a mask. Everywhere I go, I'm like the only person wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really like, I don't know. It's like as soon as they pass that rule, you can't depend on anybody to to really enforce it. Yeah, yeah they have yeah. to have like the ushers coming down the aisle and forcing you to put your mask on. I don't know how the, how much yeah. they're going to be able to yeah, do. That's and then not happening. maybe the people on stage can shame <laughs> you into wearing a mask. It. But I do know this. Uh, Pearl Jam has been touring and they had to actually cancel a couple shows because they had some positive COVID tests, mm. the drummer and the bass player. Mm. And but they were doing shows before that. And, you know, the people are posting the videos on YouTube and shit and you're panning a video. They're panning their phone across the crowd and nobody in the crowd has a mask on. And they're they're handing out masks at the door when you walk right. in. Yeah. And so you can tell people to put it on but if they don't put it on either. Like literally Eddie Vedder has to say, uh, we're going to go home if you don't put your masks on, which he didn't. Right. right. Or right. you just you just say, fuck it. And we're going to play. So because right. they're actually singing like concerts, they sing because. I yeah. seen the Kendrick Lamar tickets went on sale. I was like, yeah, I won't be going. Like, I yeah. really want to see him live. But I was like, nope, it's going to be a bunch of singing, a bunch of masses, people. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking maybe I'll double mask and go. Like, I don't know. I'm still, and literally, it's it's tomorrow, and I'm still on the fence about it. All I, I will vouch for that N95. It do yeah. work, you know, as long as you don't take it off. You can't double mask with an N95, though. Yeah. You got to go one, but it do work, but you just really can't. Yeah, like you probably don't want to go to the bathroom. You probably don't want to eat shit like that. So, and then also thing the thing about it too is if all that is happening, am I gonna be in my own head or am I actually gonna be right. enjoying the show? Exactly. That's the other part of it. It's like, you know, am I gonna be like this dude over here took his mask off? What the fuck? And then I'm just thinking mm-hmm. about that dude. So, yep. I don't know. I mean, I feel like Roots fans are fairly conscientious, but I felt the same way about Pearl Jam fans, and apparently they're just like <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> And, and plus, you got that rogue, pocket. you got the rogue Philadelphia hotel root fans. <laughs> you know what, right. bruh? And Andy, did I not say the exact same thing? I brought, yeah. I said the yeah. exact same there's thing. There's a little, there's a little mild. Got to worry about sexy. that guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Even with Kendrick, I'm a little worried about the tep. Yeah. yeah. Don't that, roll up in there too. I was like, mm, fucking uh, teppian dude. That's who Courtney yeah. has to be worried about literally at all times, <laughs> especially mm-hmm. living in Brooklyn. Hotel Jesus. Hotel to the concerts. <laughs> just <laughs> just right, not even concerts, just regular life. You, you that Hotepian yeah, five percent of brother don't mean them people did, so I'm good. Looking at you like like you crazy. All you need to do is drink this alkaline water. That's really mm-hmm. that's that's all I need to do. A little ginger, <laughs> little ginger, little alkaline water. Mm-hmm. That's all it yeah. takes. Uh, not, not, not ginger, Courtney. Yeah, Nutmeg. <laughs> okay, you know what I mean. You got COVID because your diet ain't right. I'm like, okay, work. <laughs> <laughs> nope. That's how you that works. Any, you eating any elderberries? <laughs> That's how that works. Respect and your speaking of that, Everybody's on their multivitamin, right? Everybody here is on that multivitamin, right? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I think I, I take my gummies in the morning. You got the you on the gummies? The gummies yeah. are great, dog. Chewable ones. I gotta get some. I gotta get some gummy. My gummies don't have vitamins in it. Well, oh. they have vitamins, <laughs> but not like that. But the the gummy vitamins, the the men's multi. You might want to go on to that fifty and plus right now, Courtney. Just fuck it. Go ahead. Jump oh, on. It. it says silver on the bottle. Ain't gonna hurt you. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get that. I'm going to get that 50 and plus bottle and take it with me to get my extra vaccine shot. There you go. (laughs) I thought about getting a 50 and up, but I was like, I don't know. It might have some shit in it. I don't need. That's why I messed up. I should have acted like I was old. Yeah, you know, yeah. Put, with the with the mask on, pull a hat roll on. All they mm-hmm. can see is your eyes, and you got your little vitamins. Should have like, worn oh, like a no, tango. Man. Have my put a bunch of shit in my bag for old people. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, they, yeah, while, while I'm here, y'all got any of them knee braces? I just <laughs> need one. I don't. Hey, they all, they all sell hot water bottles. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, how much? How much does shot cost? Yeah, what an Epsom salt, baby. Look, baby, before you put this shot, what an Epsom salt at? Oh, you got Epsom. You got to say Epsom. 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 Rivera jumped in, in the chat. Uh, yeah, he's in the chat. He's not He's not on screen, but he's in the chat. Yeah. Ah, the he said somebody assassin. called Kyrie the elderberry assassin. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm oh, on that. I got to take a vitamin uh, D supplement. Doctor told me that a while ago. Like, you take Can vitamin I get enough D uh, well, it's a black, it's a black thing. You mm. know, our bodies are geared to block that fucking light. <laughs> it's to block the light, you know, and I don't live in, I don't live in Texas anymore where I'm just in it all the time. So it's it very does. common so, to have a low, low D, yeah. low I D. That. I know my dad be like, do you <laughs> like the sun? <laughs> like yeah. what is happening here? <laughs> low D. So I'm on that. And, uh, Take a couple of couple of gummy vitamins. Uh, my daughter takes the gummies. They're easy, Andy. They just well, I used to take they the go regular down like ones. candy. I so. used to take the regular ones, but then like I would sometimes forget. I never forget with the gummies. Nope. It's a, it's a sweet <laughs> nope. little treat, you know. Nope. Yeah, nope. First thing in the morning. That's how I remember because I yep. gotta take that pill. Mm-hmm. When was the last time anybody threw away an empty vitamin bottle? That shit happens all the time with the gummies. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, yeah, before that, gummies quick. you would throw about it. Them bottles uh, just uh, be up in the cabinet. Fish oil. I take my fish oil regularly. <laughs> yeah, okay. Fish oil. I don't fuck with fish oil. That sounds like a pretty bad tasting gummy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't <laughs> shoot, don't shoot. Yeah, don't chew that. <laughs> what is, is it really fish oil? Yeah. Yeah. It's fish oil. Uh, yeah, that does that sound terrible. It's really good for you. It's it is, but because uh, you're not eating. If you eat fish, you're funny, you don't take it. But I like fish, my fish piss. the old fashioned way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> fried pan, in the pan, pan seared, baked, fried, dyed, and laid to the side <laughs> with some coleslaw. Latoya's saying she got to do better with the multi. Well, don't worry. That water fast is going to do everything you need, Latoya. Don't worry about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Courtney, somebody told the young lady in the chat room, Latoya, that all she needs to do is do a water fast for 24 hours and then she'll lose weight. What's a water fast? Exactly. <laughs> it's just water for 24 hours. No food. This guy called himself a personal trainer, too. You got to drink it. water for 24 hours with no food? I don't yeah. think And then go, and then go work out. You can't I, drink I think it. What the hell? You yeah, can't exactly. drink it regular it. speed. You got to drink it very quickly. That's what yeah. he was saying. You yeah. Drink the water so, fast. <laughs> so water log yourself, pretty yeah. much. Mm-hmm. And then just work out. And, and then you just like work crazy. out. Because you're going to you're gonna have all the energy. You're going to have all the energy. No, and not. all the water weight, your body gonna store all that water. Yep, you're gonna have, but you're gonna have all the energy. And then when you pee it out, guess what? You lost weight. You lost weight out here, call, out here calling himself a, a personal trainer. There's 
Puerto Rican Suave. There he is. Is he froze? No, he's up. He's nah, he's just up. standing very still. Just <laughs> I call that the cockroach defense. And now he's off camera. He's yeah, I think he might have just uh he's off camera. Accidentally now. hit himself in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stand there like Drax. <laughs> <laughs> they're like Drake. I've been here for a long time. <laughs> yeah, that's a. There's a lot of. Watch out for these fake ass trainers, man. Watch out for them. They're gonna hurt yeah. y'all. Yeah, because the thing is, I, I kind of want a personal up. trainer, but COVID, and then I'm like, um, I don't want nobody to give me no bullshit. So it's gonna be one of the things. If I ever get one, I'll be like, is they telling me the right thing, Randolph? I don't yeah, know. Let me because I'm not the expert. <laughs> let me know. <laughs> Cause I need to, I need to, yeah. I'll hook you up and let me know. You should be able to find somebody down there. They don't have like a, they don't have any at the gym that y'all go to, like the Y. The Y doesn't offer anything. Um, it does, but it's super hard, man. Like I tried to get one two or three times before the fucking pandemic. And they schedule so far. And they either they nah, that wasn't the problem. Um, they one, it was just hard to get them, like Mm -hmm. availability wise. And yeah. then two, they are expensive, but I was willing to pay. But then, like, some of them, like, flaked. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I can't have that. it'd be the day of the, like, all right, let's go do this. And it's like, hey, uh, you know, I had an emergency come up. I'm like, yeah, you, oh, can't right. it. you can't have it. You can't have it. Y'all hate money? That's, that trainer hates yeah. money. Right. Usually the, I'm like, you, how you make money it's the, it's the client that does the faking, not flaking, yeah. not, the, not the trainer. And they charge you more because the Y ah. charges them mm-hmm. to yeah. operate out of there and he still flaked on me. I was like, what the fuck is this? And that was right before the pandemic popped off. So I, I stopped trying after that. I was like, I it, I won't be going inside the Y to do that mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, it's like now, yeah. I'm like, do you wear a mask? Are you vaccinated? I got the questions for you. Yeah. Yeah. I, whenever if, if I take on a new client, like, I took on a, uh, a new kid from one of my clients. Her, her her little cousin who uh, just got out of college works for DOD. And I was like, yeah, I'll train him. Is he vaccinated? <laughs> like, he's vaccinated. I said, ah, is he like, is he everything? Is he boosted right. everything? <laughs> like, Ain't no half stepping. Yeah, 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 he is. I was like, okay. <laughs> you know, that's the only way I'm taking him. I'm taking him on. Other than that, I ain't taking him on. Are you asking for proof though, or just taking his word for it? He has a government job. We were at DOD. Okay, so he's got it. He uploaded his proof to somebody at some point. Yeah, <laughs> he's also he's also very uh, outspoken about his politics. Okay. Yeah. So you know, so so I was like, all right, so I can I can believe. Like, is he vaccinated? <laughs> let me let me check on his Twitter. Feed. Show me his Twitter feed real quick. Is he vaccinated? Yeah. <laughs> Who we be talking about? Who does he follow? Well, let's see that. Right. Yeah, that matters too. Uh, yeah, young guy, uh, Cornell graduate, Andy. Oh, smart guy. <laughs> yeah, I told him. Smart I said, you know, I told, I know somebody from Cornell who graduated. He goes, oh, they're not smart, are they? No. Yeah, he knew where I was going. He was like, they're not smart. Are they? said, no, they're not. It's like they like to I say they know. are. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I mean, like, a lot of Ivy League people like to pretend they're smart. Yeah. Or or when they become congressmen, they like to pretend they're dumb. That's the yeah, other move. They go the other way. I'm just an old country boy. Who's a Rhodes Scholar? <laughs> <laughs> just an old country boy who's a Rhodes Scholar. All I don't right. understand this modern world. <laughs> you hear a I lot of love, it now. I love fetuses. That's all I'm here for. After Buffalo, <laughs> after Buffalo and the fetuses, you're hearing a lot of that now. 
you know, these yeah. idiots. We almost broke the story, but we didn't know the particulars of the Buffalo story as it was breaking. We talked about it in live time, but we didn't know the particulars of it. Not like, yeah, not what the, at what that was moment it was just Saturday. There's so many shootings in this country. Right. It was just another shooting. Here we go. I mean, there was no time to read the 180 pages of manifesto. Yeah, while we were on the air. Nobody was. Yeah. I feel like though with that manifesto, like you know, they they tweet. Of course, people tweet out a couple of highlights of the manifesto, but mm-hmm. that's the one time when you could you could write the book report without reading the book. Yeah, right. like we all know what it said. Like you know, as soon as they said, "Oh, he had a manifesto," you didn't have to say he's white supremacist. I'm like, only white supremacists write manifesto. I said that. Uh, on, I said that on stage. I said it on stage last night. I yeah. said uh, it's it's. And when they, whenever you hear manifesto, it's white boys. White women don't write manifestos. <laughs> Mexican mm, says, black people don't write manifestos. You got time for that shit. Just tell you straight up. Hey, man, fuck you <laughs> and your mama. That's how black people do it. The shooter That's wrote a hot them. 16. <laughs> That's why our manifesto. That's why I call them white manifestos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the, in, the incel dude, Elliot Roger wrote one. Yeah. It had a bunch of YouTube videos. And then the black dude that fucked up them LAPD and burned to death in that house. He had Dorner. one. Here's the thing about the black dude's manifesto. I'm like, I I I didn't read it. Yeah. I'm like, you're calling it a manifesto, but was it a manifesto or was it more like a, this is what the fuck these people did to me? I had to stop reading it because I was starting to agree. And I was like, no. <laughs> see, exactly. <laughs> not not going to radicalize me, brother. Nice <laughs> see, that's what I'm saying. It's like, hey, when you get to read it, you're like, wait a minute, this ain't a manifesto. This is, <laughs> this is black man life. In this you're country. giving them notes like, make it shorter. All right. I yeah. don't have all this time. To I was read. reading that shit like points were made. <laughs> <laughs> no. With all due respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he talked about getting fucked over at work and how he tried to change the racism in the LAPD and they kept they yep. fucked him over and fired yep. him. Yeah, that's like, I was like, that sound like a superhero origin story. Yeah, when I was I said the same thing, I was like, this doesn't sound like a manifesto. <laughs> well, I guess what's the difference at this? Like, what is a manifesto supposed to be? Just like as that? Keisha was saying, that just sounds like a diary entry for black people <laughs> in the chat room. A manifesto is just like an airing of grievances, right? I think uh, so. But right, I think I, I just it's, looked it's it up. also it's also not so much as airing grievances as a here's a map for the rest of you type a public of public declaration of policy and aims. Okay, so yeah, especially one issue before an election. Or oh, well, that's not what we're talking because about. there's a lot of and a, uh, and a lot of these white manifestos. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Rod. You got me doing it now. These yeah, hey, no, it makes it makes sense. It just white came right man. out, didn't it? White man, a festo. <laughs> a lot of these white man festos. I'm gonna borrow. I'm gonna use it on stage. I gotta borrow from you. Got it, brother. Baby. I gotta. I gotta take that. And a lot of them. There's a lot of. Uh, and this is what the rest of us need to do. There's a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. And it, <laughs> it also it also uh, describes the the motive of the person who did the thing. Right. So they're yeah. like, this is why I did this. A lot of that. This is why I did this. And this is what the rest of you need to do. Racism. <laughs> why yeah. we need to go any further. I also said on stage that at some point in every manifesto, there's going to be this phrase right here. And they're taking our white women. That that phrase that's, is somewhere the in the manifesto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> somewhere always, in the manifesto. It always, bingo with that. It always comes down to the fucking. Yeah, <laughs> every single time with these guys, because <laughs> like they meant the thing they always be pressed over is like, why can't everybody just fuck their own people? 
right? Yep. If 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 white women were only able to fuck white men, maybe I would have got some. But now y'all yeah. gotta take these bullets because the white it's, jeans it's, are weak. It's Let's not just even just their own people. It's why don't they fuck me? Like, that's <laughs> really, what it comes down to. That's like, what it is. Don't cover your eyes, Courtney. I said it. White <laughs> jeans are weak. You mix anything with a white jean and it stops being a white jean. It just ain't pure. <laughs> like, so. like, that's the thing is they always blame the other races and never the fact that they defined race as yeah. yes. anything less than anything more than one drop is a motherfucking black person. Like, that's you. Right. Yeah. Ass. And then we you accept the rules and act like something wrong with us. Yeah. yeah. You mix it, you mix it, mix white with Asian. No longer yeah, white. Y'all, y'all didn't know that. Y'all didn't know that when y'all came up with that rule. I could have told y'all that in 1700 or whatever. Fuck, like y'all do realize this mean we about 200 years from no white people, right? Right. Like if we define it this way, the way y'all fucking these slaves, and I see it. Uh, we are not kids. This is not going to work out well for y'all. That was also, though. I mean, back then they didn't have family photos. There was no photography, so there was yeah. no like resemblance. You know, you couldn't see a resemblance of people. Right. You could just deny it. You know, and then it starts popping up, like let's say uh, Babe Ruth, Carol Channing. Mm-hmm. You know, like the big one, like Babe Ruth never admitted it. You know, never really came. Carol Channing admitted on like her on her deathbed. You know, my grandfather was a black man. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what? if Babe Ruth knew that though. He wouldn't. You can't admit if you don't know. Yeah, that's you the thing. I, mean? I he knew. He knew. That's how I was saying. He knew. He knew. They see, he was in the shower a couple of times with the other guys. <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> he knew. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty funky. I posted that thing. Uh, dead ass. I was running Monday and I ran by a uh, typical white boy, typical white boy, khaki pants. I don't know what to call this hair, this hairstyle they do. It's, it's, it's like gelled. It's like a gel, but it's like really close on the sides. Yeah. But it's like, <laughs> I call it like the, the Bob's big boy sign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Not the yeah. big boy. Yeah. Either that or what's, what's the, What's the kid Astro? What was the cartoon with the with the the Jetsons? No, not not no. There was like oh, a uh, little robot boy who would, oh cannot remember the name of that cartoon. Could fly. I know exactly which one. Astro boy. Yeah. Was it called that? Actually, might be the name. Astro, Astro boy. boy. Thank you, Keisha. Yeah, I call it that hair. It's like the Astro. Oh, the boy. Aryan swoop. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. The Aryan. <laughs> I told a guy that I'll say yesterday because everybody was fucking with this. Kind of Brooks brothery white boy. I'm like, everybody's looking at him. Nobody's looked at your nobody's talking about your hair, that haircut of yours yet. That right, <laughs> that proud boy haircut you got going on. Because, the- like, one of them white supremacists, Ben, maybe it was Ben Shapiro, but they did a profile on like the new alt right, and it was this very nice, glowing write up. Richard Spencer. And Rick, that's yeah. what it was, Richard Spencer, and then he had that haircut and a suit. Right. And I was like, that just looked like the same racist haircut, racist white dudes always thought was hot. What right. is the new art right deck? Like it's a new piece of clothing. It's right. the same. Oh. not quite, oh. not quite like the Beckham because this is they, an old article. It's just pointing out this is when it was starting to happen. They kind of gel it down more. Like Beckham should just I would if Beckham was black, that would be a fake. Well, hold on. This, this article, <laughs> just, yeah, this article is from 2017. It says this yeah. wildly popular haircut has a serious neo-Nazi yeah. problem. So this Macklemore and David Beckham, and then they show Richard Spencer, and this is more that's like, it. 
that's the one right those, there. Those haircuts do not look the same. Yeah. yeah well, it's they, well like... Richard Spencer and them have since like kind of take taking it in. Like Madison Cawthorn got one of them. Yeah. yeah. Macklemore looking joints now. That's that's the haircut right there. It's like okay, so it's, they let it grow a little bit. Trying to it's kind of spiked and it's it's gelled up, you know. Like it's, I said, but it's Beckham also just looks close, like he's got a fade. Very close on the sides, and then a, yeah, it's not, a fade is, gets longer gradually. This gets yeah. longer like immediately right there. So that's the difference. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's that was just like a regular haircut, and then yeah, all those guys kind of adopted it. Those neo Nazi guys, right, right. So when you see them, so I'm running and I see this guy he had that haircut backpack, and as I run by him, I'm like, "Ooh, hoping I'll take a gun out, shoot me in the back." <laughs> Cause I ain't looking back, so I'm just gonna keep running here, and then uh, I wonder if I'll feel the impact and then hear the gunshot. Mm. You know, did he have he, a, he, he a menacing like look? Uh, no, but neither did the other kid. It doesn't matter. Well, I'm talking about the look on his face. I'm like the like, that's what I'm saying. No, but neither did I'm sure the other kid didn't either. They never really. Dylan Roof didn't look very menacing. I mean, in the mo, I'm talking about in the like. If you think nope. someone's gonna shoot you, there's a look on their face. This is no. like. I don't, didn't I don't see Dylan really, Roof's face at the time. Of I don't really shooting. believe that anymore because Dylan Roof did the, pray with those people. Uh, the problem is that you, you don't know what you don't know what motherfuckers look like. There's no. The point of it is for me is like I'm the I, society portrays. I'm the monster. That's what society says. I'm the monster. I'm the monster in the dark. I'm the I'm the I'm the demon underneath your bed that can get you at any time. In the meantime, uh, white men have been killing black people for generations, generations. But I'm the monster. You know, I'm the monster. But these white, but these white boys, I mean, they might have a toothache. You know, I read that toothache thread. And, I read uh, it. I see what he was trying to do. I feel like, yeah, like he was trying to have like some weird, like literary through line in his yeah. Twitter thread. And ultimately, like, I, I I guess what he was trying to say was, even if all you have is a toothache, you can find a rabbit hole that will pull you into this crazy world of white supremacy or whatever. What I had toothaches too. I don't go shoot them up. And yeah. it tried to. It was so he's some type of left wing dude that tried to basically be like, if uh, we had socialized healthcare, yeah, and he yeah. would have got his toothache taken care of. Then he would have never gone down happened. this rabbit, that kind of shit, yeah. which is bullshit. It would have been he something just, else. He just shot us up too fake free. Okay. And yeah. it's always just like, this would have stopped this white man. <laughs> it's just this faith in whiteness that still permeates everything. It's like, right. bruh, he's. He wrote a manifesto. He told you why he did it. <laughs> this like this is one of the times where there's no extra credit Mm-mm. for being, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't like, hey, I did it different than the other kids. I turned my homework and Simon in different. Like, nigga, right. it's the same answer. It's a math test. It's every the 42. The answer was 42. Everybody yeah. that put anything different than 42, you missed it. Right. 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 He's trying you need to, to show my work. No, just tell me what the answer is. Yeah. <laughs> the way he also said, I want to tell a quick story. The Buffalo shooter had a toothache. And that's yeah. the whole first tweet. And like, come on. I'm about to this? say something that uh it's probably gonna it stays here behind the paywall. Okay, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I blame I blame Michael Harriet for this. <laughs> I can see, I can see that he's too good at yeah. making these threads. I can see and that the white man has finally discovered the formula 
and they and of course they used it the, with salt and pepper to taste, and this was, <laughs> this was all because Michael Harriet made this shit too hot, unseasoned yeah. hot takes. Yeah, I can you, see, I can you, see, I can see that where you're going. The thing they don't good see, at this. This Mike style. Understand about, uh, thing they don't understand about Michael's stuff. It's we're we're on first name basis now, in my mind. Yeah, yeah, of course. The thing they don't understand about Michael's stuff is that um, it's extremely well researched. Mm-hmm. He'll have links back to stuff in it. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be funny <laughs> and and informative and ironic. I think uh, his early stuff was like that. I think his late stuff, you know, he's he's wrote a book now. He's kind of winding down a little bit, and now the white man think they could do it too. Like, it's, yeah. Like he did this, he did the same thing, but with feelings. Right. Oh. But see, he start, but he starts from a position of if it was just this one thing, then it would be fit. And now he didn't start from the position of this racism. He started from right. this thing forced him into this. Right. Yeah, no, no. Michael Harry would have done yeah. it different. And this guy, people are pointing this out to this guy, trying to be polite, except for like Nicole Hannah Jones is like, fuck this dude. Mm. <laughs> and uh He's he's firing off on people. He fired off on Roxanne Gay. Of course. Did you even yeah. read the thread? I'm like, are you, did you really ask Roxanne Gay if she read the thread? Well, that's the other thing, though. <laughs> it When you see the thread still up, and this happens with almost everybody, he didn't delete it despite everyone being like, yo, this is kind of a trash take because the high of having the thread is more important. Right. Than- like right. he, you can go back later and try to act like, well, you know, I mean, I, I was people. Thanks for correcting me. He tried me that, in, but he didn't take it. But down. he don't want to take it down because right. it's the appeal of that. This probably been the most popular tweet he's ever had. Yeah, and also the three thousand. Yes. Yeah, he's got a bunch of. I mean, he's like got a bunch, bunch of quote tweets too, dunking on him. But yeah, he don't care. Yeah, and and sometimes you'll see when people do this, you'll see, and if you go to their feed, and they'll have like some other tweets later in the day or the next day where. They're sort of talking to someone they know, and they're like, "I know Twitter's Twitter, right?" right. It's like, oh, so now like Twitter's just this insignificant thing that you're dismissive of. But you had this big flourish, this literary flourish on your tweets. Like it, you took it really seriously yesterday when you wrote this shit, mm-hmm. and now you're just like, "Oh, what stupid Twitter, whatever." See, this like I know better because I know how Twitter goes down. But this is a great opportunity for me to take other horrible tragedies and do shit like this as a joke well, as satire i wrote i wrote i'm stimming to interrupt you rod i just want to lose man. my chain of thought i said i wrote back to him because people were firing him up so he answered one of the threads and he said uh uh racism and his recruitment into a white terror cell created this narrative for everything in his life everything even a stub toe was a racist plot to him i think people are reading this in the inverse and at the end of the day if so that's my bad so I answered, I answered to him because he said, he said in another tweet, the guy was an actual Nazi looking for excuses to kill black people and found the, that all encompassing excuse in a white terror network that actually recruits online. I'm also confused by the misreading, but it's my bad. If so, at the end of the day. So he says he's confused. He's confused that other people are confused, that other people are confused by him. And if they are confused and it's his bad. So I said, I answered him. I said, you're confused and it's your bad. Hmm. Is your confusion willful? Or are you just being obtuse? <laughs> you know? Yeah. One of those two are happening. You know? Yeah. I just think he don't want to, he don't want to take it down. Right. right. You no, know, it's a unique Greg, angle. It got a bunch of attention and 
regardless yeah. of how people I, and i know because i've felt this way before well, I said something that got attention and was like, man, fuck them people then. Like, I said what I said. And then later I think about it, I was like, uh, the reason it got attention is because I could have communicated better, not because, yeah. you know, whatever. As Greg is saying in the chat room, Greg is saying, I didn't understand the allegory of it. I mean, we all understood. We got it. It was we forced. Just, we all think it's trash. Yeah, <laughs> it was forced. I, I think it was just like a it was it was like a, you know, just- I'm not I'm not nailing shitting on you or anything like that greg don't don't get me wrong don't, no, fine. Shit on don't greg. come he at me greg like he does it to all of us you, you yeah. read the chat we just he this is how this is love language you know when you come when you create art you you're taking a risk so when you're, you're you're trying to write something if you miss it's okay to say that's not what i was trying to convey i just quote tweeted it with uh <laughs> Uh, if you've ever had a toothache and didn't massacre a bunch of innocent people, just go ahead and retweet this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, so, like, it's so stupid. Yeah. But, I'm a, but now I'm doing threads too. I'm a, the 9 11 hijackers loved egg McMuffins. There you go. A thread. <laughs> a thread. He's getting Hitler dragged. liked the paint outside. He's getting a dragged. By <laughs> dentist Twitter is uh, coming after you, Ben Collins. <laughs> All right. It's fucking, it's fucking really good. You don't understand why the people have a problem those, with this? Can the families of those black people sue the dentist? Because yeah. he did go to the dentist <laughs> and the dentist wasn't able to fix it. Right. So um, even in the socialized healthcare world, I don't understand how that point, like he did see a dentist and it was like, but then it would have cost more money to see the dentist again. I'm like, yeah, well, I mean, if it costs no money, he didn't fix the tooth. Does it matter that it didn't cost any money? Can they sue the opioid manufacturers for not getting him hooked right, <laughs> to, yeah. to help with his pain? Can they try that? Here's another one. I've, I've done that's kind of, I say not piss me off, but it's the same. It's the same bullshit. It's uh, well, he fell into this thing online and he got radicalized. He got the seeds of his radicalization online. Listen, those seeds have to be planted in fertile ground. Mm-hmm. Okay. That ground has to be fertile or the seeds die. So why is it that all this that the seeds seem to be planting in the minds of these white boys? Why? Why is that? Why do you think that is? Why is the ground fertile for them, for these white boys? Just tell me why the ground is fertile for this. It can't just be. When I grew up, there was a lot of gangs where I grew up at. A lot, a lot of gang, a lot of gangs life, a lot of gangs. A lot of my friends were in gangs. Um, a lot of fights. Like everything. Crips and Bloods offshoots or like local? Yeah, Crips and Bloods. We had Crips and Bloods. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was early on, particularly on the east side of San Antonio. It was like the, the East Terrace Crips. You know, there was Crips and Bloods. And then they kind of dribbled, dribbled and drabbled over onto our side because we grew up we grew up very lower middle class. And there was a divide between Mexicans and blacks. So it's kind of a safety thing. You kind of had to you kind of had to bunch up, especially as we got older. Mm-hmm. And women became involved, of course, as Rod was saying. It's always the women mm-hmm. at that yeah, time. A lot little, of times that's how they always start. Like, at that time, little girls. Yeah, a lot of times they start. They kill a mama, a girlfriend. They kill yeah. some woman and then yeah. go off and kill everybody else. No, oh, for us, it was fucking. for us. It was this girl likes so and so. So now I got to kick everybody's ass, right. <laughs> you know, and it's always well, these girls seem to like black guys. <laughs> they always come down. So we don't now we don't like black guys. Well, it's been that way since slavery. 
Yeah, right. Well, it's the same thing with Mexican. Mexican men yeah. feel the same way, you know, mm-hmm. as do Puerto Rican men, as do Cuban men, as do, you know, Asian people, <laughs> as do every group. Uh, Greg is saying, yeah, mostly Mexicans because yeah. <laughs> the San Antonio is Mexican. Um, it never occurred to me to join a gang. <laughs> it just it never it never would have it never occurred to me. Uh, you say that, but gang, gang, you're in the air fryer gang. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, you did join that gang. Uh, you did join a gang. Yeah, much, did, later yeah. much later on in life. You don't get you don't get jumped <laughs> you, into the to the no, air fryer. No, you get fried in. You get air fried in. I mean, I knew guys. I knew guys who were who were getting jumped in and stuff like that. It never occurred to me to. Well, I think the the idea of fertile ground, though, I mean, I think people can be flipped who weren't necessarily candidates at one other point in their life. That's why these these Nazi groups target young men with bad family lives or, or no family and they become that's their the family. fertile ground, though. Right. That, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's you don't necessarily see it until they until they get recruited. And now these guys on the Internet, they all become these Internet sad sacks where they're like, my life is terrible and I found a community. Just like before the internet, where the white supremacist groups would give them a community or a family, so it's the same idea. But well, it's what just I'm saying, up, what I'm know? saying though, is that that ground was already fertile. If you get if you got flipped in before, let's say, uh, what was the movie American History X? Right. They were already talking replacement theory then, because <laughs> right. replacement well, yeah, theory, yeah. is, replacement really theory is such an old. It's 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 literally it this become, country. When's it gonna become replacement law? Yeah, it's literally at some point. If we keep fucking, keep fucking around. It's been replacement theory for motherfucking two hundred years. Yeah, it's been it's part of this country, but now it's some new shit. It's nothing new about it. They were talking mm-hmm. about an American History X. It's the mm-hmm. same thing. In order for that message to penetrate, you have to be you have to be open to it. Right. You know the ground has the ground has. To I be think fertile. we all blame the same culprit here: critical race theory. Critical race theory, of course. <laughs> that's like, what Andrew, teaching this? That's what Andrew Sullivan. The, the the New York Times fake headline generator yeah. <laughs> generated the, the generated the the, the uh, headline about comparing in New York is critical the race theory is just as bad as it did. And damn, if he didn't write that article the next day, <laughs> the mm-hmm. next day he wrote that article equating the two. Yeah, of course. Because they're because they're both just as bad. I'm just tired and t- just becomes harder and harder to not just become extremely tired of white people and just say it like that. That's very kind of you. We're all tired. I mean, we're all tired of whiteness, but Jesus Christ, you know, watching them and his, his people trying to defend him. Well, you know, he caught COVID and he was worried about catching COVID. You know, he fuck out of here. Well, (laughs) and also much like, I mean, you know, Dylan roof, he prayed with those people before he shot, start shooting. This guy visited that store a couple times, including the day before. There were people. Yep. There was a guy who said I talked to him for two hours. Like he was, uh, started talking to me, and then someone else saw him around Easter time. So, all this stuff about like you know he didn't want to do it. And it's like no, it's he's he's evil, and he was just just getting up the gumption to do it. But he had this plan the whole time. He cased that joint out. He he showed up a few times to, I guess, do some recon missions. There's nothing redeeming about that. And the the right. toothache thing. The idea being that anyone can be pulled into this world, even by some small problem in their life. Maybe there's something to that, but I mean, you would think there'd be some warning signs from his yeah. parents. I mean, his, he got the gun. Who bought him the gun? Just like that kid in Detroit, uh, the Crumbly right. family. He's drawn pictures of like his teachers all bloodied up and shit. His parents like, let's get let's get you a gun. Yeah. 
as Tanya, Tanya in the chat room saying she agrees with the being tired and she's white. Let me tell you something. Anybody who is black adjacent and to be black, and when you're black adjacent, it ain't just about, you know, I have a friend at my job that we work together. Y'all ain't friends. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm like, let me ask you, black let me ask you a question. Has he ever complained about white people to you? And y'all ain't friends. Mm-hmm. Have you ever <laughs> been, been to your house for dinner? Y'all ain't friends. But everybody who's black adjacent, it's that thing. It's, it's that education. Once you know, you can't unknow. All right. And then if you're not a piece of shit, when you know it bothers you, <laughs> like it's just it just it weighs on you because you're not a piece yeah. of shit. So it's just like, all of a sudden you woke. like this. And I tell <laughs> you when you wake up, you cannot go back to sleep. You can't right. unsee it. And that's very hard for people to understand. Right. Right. And I think also just, another thing is even with white people on the left, like whiteness, the entitlement that the country like breeds in them is why they're fertile ground, right? It's the, the American dream. It's, it's why Occupy Wall Street rubbed me the wrong way. Because mm-hmm. I always felt just like white people being like, but my college isn't going to be free. Like it didn't yeah, feel like a right. collection of, oh, like it felt like a collection of grievances and not a like, we're protesting because this, it was just like the American empire is crumbling right before it got to my turn. And right. I'm going to go stand in front of Wall Street until mm-hmm. someone comes out here and lets me speak to a manager of America, you know? <laughs> well, look at how fast all those Occupy Wall Street people shunted black people to the side. Right. Because right. that's what you did when you didn't vote for Hillary Clinton. You were like, hey, mm-hmm. fuck it, I'll be all right. <laughs> but all these other people, you minorities, uh, your gay friends that you really don't think about mm-hmm. <laughs> unless they write in your face. All right. You know, you just pushed all them to the side. You didn't vote for progress. Right. So don't call yourself progressive. Right. And then get shocked when people be like, well, you didn't do your part. Because they blame us for, quote unquote, not doing our part, even though we have the highest numbers and we always showing up. They've been blaming Break, us breaking years. news, by the way. I hate to take over Randolph's segment. Oh, but shit. Oh, shit. Breaking news. <clears throat> ben Crump plans to sue anyone accountable in the Buffalo shooting. I mean, if Ben Crump sues you, there's a good chance you're going to beat him, though. So, <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I'm just, look, I mean, listen. <laughs> What's his record? It's not like we don't it's not, let's not act like hey man, it's more than just wins and losses, you know. Man, it's the Trump friends you made along the way. Coming. It's about how you play the game, Randolph. Oh, it's man, what's, man. what's OJ's lawyer's name? What's game man's win. name? Johnny Cochran. Let's not act like Ben Crump's second coming to Johnny Cochran, you know. That, that Dennis better watch out. <laughs> or throw a marshal out here. Let's not act like that. Come on now. I mean, if he's if he's coming for you, I mean, all right. <laughs> okay i don't he know is, if he's somebody i'm afraid of if i I'm, gotta if say I'm on the he other is, side. he's quick man that dude yeah he shows up prolific. immediately you know and crump vows to sue, sue accomplices to buffalo shooting i'll say this man losing johnny cochran johnny cochran passing away that was a big loss to us because if oh, johnny yeah. cochran was coming at you it was a problem <laughs> it was a problem <laughs> It was a problem for you. Here comes Johnny Cochran. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Does Ben, ben Crump just, like, mm, does right. he have just like a, an alarm that goes off at his house and he has to like just get up and slide down the bat pole and he, start he suing people? Alerts. I think he's just one of them dudes that people just go to when they got up. Okay, this is this is up your alley. So they just go to him. Mm. Yeah. He's uh, he, he plans to sue accomplices to the Buffalo shooting. 
his quote to sue everybody. That's yeah, what he great. Said. He might as everybody and a mama. You get a lawsuit. You get a lawsuit. Great. Woo. Ever since I seen him at the end of that Karen movie, I just can't look at him. <laughs> oh, that shit was epic. He said, we absolutely <laughs> intend on going after the gun manufacturers, the gun distributors, and anybody else who is an accomplice to this young 18-year-old white supremacist. So conspiracy he's... theory. I know Mike B's not here, but I'll do it. Uh, conspiracy theory. The gun manufacturer puts him up to it. Like they like you go out there get the clients and then we don't have to worry about losing the court. <laughs> oh, like they probably get, be a, happy. get a cut. Whenever something happens to some black man. people, they be like, "Oh, thank God, Ben took the case." We, yeah, Ben's here. Whew. We ain't got to do no real work. <laughs> All the police right. department. Whoo, we can take this one off, boys. Let's go what's, back what's out there and win? fuck up some minorities. What's your win loss <laughs> record, man? You out here like the like the. Washington season general season one band bad news oh, bears. No. You ain't you know, you know, Washington general. So. Yeah, you ain't watching the rice bad news bears. You whoever the fuck was cooking the year the season before. <laughs> you know, you Washington generals are civil rights. You ain't doing nothing, man. Why you support you? just spinning yeah. the ball on their fingers? Yeah, throwing like, buckets of confetti at his ass. That they're doing tricks like the globe trotters. <laughs> Yeah, like, listen, man, I support you. I support the cause, but but you know, won't this racism? You're gonna, no, gonna get your ankles broke out here in this courtroom, dog. Yeah, right. Has he ever even made it to a courtroom? Let's start there. Have you right. seen video of Ben Crumpton arguing a case in a courtroom? Have you ever seen it? Because I've never seen it. They pull in, they pull in his underwear over his head <laughs> in the courtroom, <laughs> dribbling the ball through his legs, and bouncing the ball around him. Yeah. It's it's a Greg is saying he thought he was successful. I know it's I don't know what success is for this guy. He's successful at the press conference. Is success mm-hmm. is success just bringing light to the problem? I think for a lot of okay. people, yes. I know that might sound stupid, but for a lot of people, yes. I mean, that's what Al Sharpton does, and he's really good at that. Like, if you want mm-hmm. some light shed on something, contact that national well, the network thing is, he's got. Bring if you look in. at if you look at these pictures of Ben Crump talking, uh, Al Sharpton's right next to him. So. I don't know. Yeah, but I'm like, are they racing each other to the microphone? <laughs> like, what's going on? I don't on? know. Maybe he's <laughs> he happened to... to get that first. <laughs> Al is a guy that people call, though. That I know. I don't. I assume. Well, Al gets. Ben. Al is there to get you attention. He ain't yeah. taking it to court for you. He, right. he knows. He, he knows, knows what you what gotta go get a lawyer. Yeah. And Al will do stuff like Al will show up for you at the court. Yeah. So the exactly. attention stays like, like, that's on my you. Job. Right. You know. So he he does shit. And he picks and chooses what he does because he's been burnt a few times from jumping, right. being the first to jump in. He's like, I'm not going to be the first. I ain't got to be the first. Right. Mm-hmm. So he, he's Al's good at his job. Yes. Somebody's got to bring light to this shit. Somebody. You know? But I don't know what. You, and you know what? Y'all, what the band's gonna, role is. <laughs> it's going to be a sad day when that man died because he's like one of the few older people. Not trying to find people that's out here. There's yeah. actually got power shining on light. Not trying to funny calling out other Negroes for not standing up. Like he one of them few people that's doing that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'd like to ask these older people. Do y'all have somebody in the pipeline? Do you have somebody you're trying to introduce to break in, start bringing somebody on to these oh. shows with you? Like this is my protege, you know, that kind of Maybe shit. Maybe is Ben Crump. Ben Crump, he's, he's younger. Ben you Crump? Know? That's now. Nah. <laughs> and now I turn the mic over to Ben, ben Crump. Crump. Take it brother, away, ben. Brother Ben. Brother Ben. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
That's what it feel like. That's what's going on across the other side of the courtroom. You didn't have to do him like that, Andy. <laughs> Every time he talks to, he talks to the mic and mutes. He's just, he's like, hey, whoa, what's going on? What? Hey, <laughs> you I'm saying I'm trying to get us some Justin. You didn't have justice. to do him like that, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, let me first tell you, Miss well, Barnes, hey, are you, you bullshitting us, Miss Barnes? Miss Barnes in the chat room, she says she went to a funeral one time, and they had Ben Crump on the church fan. Oh, oh, he, oh he done made it to the church fan? No way. Oh, it must be his church. Oh. Is him M M-M-M-M-M-M-K and Jesus? <laughs> I used to do a joke when Obama first got elected that they were selling T-shirts. Uh, the T-shirts that had, how do I say, Dr. King, Malcolm X, Tupac, and Martin Luther, and uh, Martin Luther King, Obama, and Tupac. I said Tupac was a punchline. I mean, he had made the mm-hmm. shirt. Obama had made the T-shirt. T-shirt man. Yeah, <laughs> he had made the shirt. That's that's the, that's a high honor making the shirt. All of them look. All of them looking up at Biggie in heaven. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and now. Ah! And now Kevin Samuels. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Rest Here's the thing about Ben. I'm trying to think of who. Who's the part at Sherilyn Eiffel would be good, but she's left the NAACP. Yeah, she's retired, right? LD. I don't know what she's doing. Yeah. She's not retirement age. So I don't know what she's. <laughs> probably just tired of these white folks. <laughs> I can see that. Like, I did my part. Fuck that. <laughs> I could I could see that. That's that's that could be a definite. Because she was getting work done. She was in the court getting work done. Mm-hmm. You know, so like I said, we don't got no more. We don't got a thorough good marshal. We don't have no Mm-mm. you know, we, we got Sean nobody. King. Well, he's, there's yeah, always that. Is that the, the Andy Klein of the movement? <laughs> <laughs> Sean King. <laughs> Guys. Guys, just uh, let me just tell you, I didn't do whatever they're saying I do. Okay, like every Damn, three months, a, he's Damn, that like, dude is a grifter. Hair good, partial. He's oh, not. No! He's not. He's not as bad as grifter as the the BLM girl. Oh or, man! Uh, or every time you uh, turn around, it's some Brianna Brianna Gray Joy. Am I saying her name right? Brianna, uh, Brianna Breed. Yeah, Brianna yeah, Joy Breed. Gray. Joy Brianna Gray, Joy yeah. Gray. Yeah. Damn, she is a grifter and a half, ain't she? She don't give a fuck. All those progressive people, left wingers, man. At some point, they they get the grift on. <laughs> I don't be fucking with them activists just because of these people. Yeah, like it all started on Twitter where it was like, y'all should fuck with me because the old activist regime isn't working. We not gonna get free. I'm like, okay, brothers, let's go. And then within like six months, it's like, when am I supposed to get my Justice Together T-shirt, Sean? Sean? <laughs> no, right. uh, oh, he blocked me. Okay, it's, it's all right. It is crickets. Patrice you know, Cullis you know throwing house not- parties at the motherfucking. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I haven't heard any problems out of is D-Ray. I've never heard anybody say. Well, they got they got shit they don't like about him too. I've seen it. Yeah, I'm they sure they do, but I've never like, heard of him like, like grifting. One of our listeners works for an organization that she's they they're beefing with him because they say he like took the credit for their work or something. Is so he like, grifting? I don't know if it's a grift. I don't, nigga. I don't. When I told you I don't fuck with these activists, I mean, yeah, I know I, you yeah. don't. Either. All of them yeah. the same to me. I'll be like, and I don't even As, mean it in a bad way. Wait. For the record, <laughs> I mean I am a whatever the fuck that means. Mm-hmm. I'm an activist. I'll be like, well, I hope they doing some good things, yes. and I don't look into nothing. Yeah, me either. Yeah. I don't fuck with them as a record label or a crew or a, 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 a TM. None of it. 
I know D-Ray was, he was heavily into police justice. He still I is. Was, I know he still is. I follow him on Twitter. I got one of his shirts. I did buy one of his shirts. I like it. Yeah, I had one too, man. That I was, love my that blackness. Was, I love my 20, blackness in yours. I like it. it was, yeah, you know, it was like 2016 when I still. I don't know, but I haven't heard of him doing wild shit, taking large yeah, like sums donation of money. scams. And, yeah, yeah, I ain't heard nothing. Yeah, like that. I haven't yeah. heard that either. But you yeah. know how it is, man. Somebody out there got a story. It's all these. Yeah. All these motherfuckers, dog, it's always somebody right when you be like, man, you know what? I'll fuck with here yeah. they come. You know, yeah. uh, in 2007, this nigga took my Twix. <laughs> I had my eye saving that Twix all day. And that's who you fuck with for your justice. You a need threat. to fuck with me. Yeah, there's there's a lot of purity tests on the left. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of like, oh, I'm more pure. I'm a more pure version of that. So yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's I'm why like, I just quietly support people. I just quietly support Same. people. Yeah, yeah. Just quietly do it and just and just keep it trucking. If I give, I give. If I don't, I don't. Because the thing is, at the end of the day, once you give, you're giving with the hope that they're doing something. And if they don't, you just got got. And people don't want to admit that they just got got. You know. Yeah, and it's with Sean King. It's like such a crazy pattern over years. It's not just like one or two projects fell through, or mm-hmm. he thought he had something set up and it didn't. I mean, he was going to climb seven mountains at one point. And like just ridiculous project. I'm gonna climb every this, mountain in the world. I don't know when it happened, but at some point I literally crossed over into rooting for that dude. Like I don't know when it happened. <laughs> and I don't mean as an activist, I mean as a grifter. I don't know when it happened, but like this last grift, I just started laughing. Like, I don't know if y'all saw he started a whole clothing line called a real one. Yes. Right. Yeah, and, and I was yeah. confused when Roger brought it up to me. I was like, a real one? What do you a mean? A real nigga is him. And he put his face on the shirts and it's yes. him smoking weed yes. on the hoodie. Uh, on this shirt. And yeah. some of these hoodies is sold out. Like, yes. I, I also be mad at that. And it was <laughs> all like it was all sourced from black owned um sources. Yeah. And, yes. and even the mailing was supposed to be black owned. Yes, sir. Yeah. Which yeah. I'm like, is it gonna get down time? I hate to be racist, but I mean I need to know these companies. I come on, Sean. Like this, this you could have made that up. No, oh, it's black owned mail. <laughs> Oh, is it though? No? <laughs> like, black, black like you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> show me the show me the birth certificate. I want to see the fucking twenty three and me on these black on com- man. It, <laughs> but people, but people was on Twitter mad they didn't get them shirts. I said, what? Yeah. Come on now. And then people were like, some people who got their shirts, they were like, okay, so the label actually says it's a cotton polyester blend, and he said yeah. it was one hundred percent African cotton or something like yeah. that. And so. Hey, let me tell you something. And what are you supposed to do when, like, this is like when Future cheats on another baby mama? I can't be mad on your behalf, ma'am. Right. You're right. number thirty. I put money down for for D Ray's shirt. That shit came right to my house. Same for me. <laughs> <laughs> I had no problems with it. Came right to the crib. Yeah. He, he also didn't make no empty promises. Like nope. it's all black threads nope. made from Africa. Nope. He was like, "Here's this shit. shirt. I think you'll like it." I was like, "You know what? I do like this shirt." Yeah. Good luck <laughs> with the movement. Bye. <laughs> And then I didn't end up on a mailing list. I didn't know. No mailing list. Nobody Uh, was texting me years later like, Rob, we got a new opportunity. Didn't start getting weird tracks in the mail, you know? Nobody started pushing alkaline water at me. It was just, here's your shirt. Give me the money. I was like, thank you, sir. (laughs) Latoya is saying it's hard. It's hard in the chat room saying it's hard for her because they should make money while working towards a liberation. But parties 
I don't know. That's the thing. The thing about the party, just the, listen, the Black Lives Matter house thing. When, yeah. uh, first of all, can we stop saying the Black Lives Matter thing? It's it's not Black Lives Matter. It's her. But wasn't she like a co-founder of? A particular yeah, she was in BLM when they got that money, though. Yeah, um, and then she branched off some shit like that. And then the BLM other is thing, not really a. Well, they, the they, other reason they that one of, yeah, the other reason is gonna fall on her and the org. Um, they got all that money at the George Floyd, and there hasn't been transparency where the money went, and even and so to me on the outside looking in, it felt like she dipped when them questions came up, just so for so we could do this technicality shit of like, listen, it's just her. She was the one, and it's like, right. yeah, uh, where'd the money go though, y'all? Y'all, y'all yeah. still really haven't. This looking like Trump's tax returns at this point. Just. Just y'all made your whole it wouldn't be so bad if they didn't make their whole fucking thing about how nobody else in the activism space was transparent and blah, blah, blah. They like they knocked down so many activists on their way up Mm -hmm. for doing what they're doing right now. And it's weird for them to be able to say, like, guys, it's triggering when you ask us where the money went. It's like, what? Well, trigger these numbers. The thing is, when you have an organization like Black Lives Matter, bitch, the eye is on you. Right. Yeah, yeah. You didn't right. know. You didn't think that they, they, gonna, they, they gonna be, be looking at you, that. stupid ass. You didn't believe that. And they when you fuck looking. it off, you fuck it off for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and it's weird ass. to say, like, because now it's getting like real personal. Like now that people are asking questions, and the, the main reason you ain't gonna see too many black people talk about this shit in public is because the people asking the questions are people we don't fuck with. It's Candace Owens showing up at the mansion, being yeah, like, yeah. You know, I'm not about to retweet Candace Owens' video. Was she asking questions that a lot of us are asking? Yep, absolutely. But we ain't going to be giving her no credit for that shit. But yeah, so and then the Daily Mail is on her ass. Like, it's people that we don't fuck with that's on her ass. But those questions started from a lot of people within the community having those questions. And the only people willing to ask them seem to be, you know, motherfuckers that just want to take down black black lives matter the movement that like right. you can't trust them as a source but yeah i i mean them decisions was not smart and they they now all these articles they call it the blm mansion like as though there's like a gate out front with like that's what they, that's the what they believe mansion you know that's yeah. what they believe it's all about trying to tear black lives matter black lives the lives movement matter. down not even the org just the whole movement which again bitch you didn't see that coming you didn't <laughs> yeah. see that coming you didn't yeah. see it coming or you saw it coming you didn't give a fuck dumbass yeah, I mean they had she <laughs> had to know when she was like I'm putting my my baby daddy on the payroll or whatever the fuck like right. you had to know come on man that's not like don't make me feel like an asshole for being like everyone knew that's not that was going to be a question <laughs> now, and also on, on its face like having a house and then having a birthday party for your son at your house shouldn't be a scandal. I mean, like the because the, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, so, oh, they had a party there. Well, what are they supposed to do? They just like sit there and read books all day. Like what? I mean, that's where they live, right? So, right. The having a party, a birthday party for a kid, unless like Belle Biv DeVoe played or something, yeah, and you like to like yeah. pay their fee. Which, but, watch, watch that shit come out. Right. Oh, <laughs> in, yeah, in a month. Yeah, you know, Belle Biv DeVoe was there. Oh, don't come out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Alicia Keys, what? And so, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, the, the idea that, oh, you can't live in a house, do the things in a house that people do in a house, like, they went swimming in the pool. Well, yeah, it's, right. 
if you had a house with a pool, you'd probably use it, but it's more about just the, the existence of that house in the first place. Yeah, and that's how not the what you're supposed to do. That's not what you're supposed to do with activism money. And right. Dr. And King, Dr. Also, King wasn't doing that. And <laughs> also it says, because it says she house. hosted a, a Biden inauguration party for about 15 people. Mm-hmm. Again, that's just, that's like normal. What you do at your house shit. Yeah. yeah. And even this, uh, the shade room, like look at these sources, y'all, you're not going to find reputable sources covering it. Cause I think everyone's afraid to look racist, but she used nearly $2 million in funds to pay her brother and child father for services. Right. Like shit like services. that, where it's like, uh, that, that given $969,000 for Trap Hills LLC to your baby daddy. <laughs> right. That is a questionable thing that is right. not necessarily a Black Lives Matter thing. And that's, you know, y'all got this, this windfall after George Floyd where white people were just feeling guilty, giving away money. Mm-hmm. I personally don't care about you grifting white people, but I think it's fucked up in the bigger picture for other people that, you know, like this shit has to be above board. It's just the way it is, because it's not respectability when it's literally you saying we represent black lives. I don't feel yeah. like it's unfair to be like, well, then y'all need, y'all need to be on point. That's exactly how I look at it. You got to have everything on the up and up because the eye is on you. The eye's been on you your whole life, and now you're gonna act like you didn't know. Stop it. Right. Stop it. And you fuck and you're gonna bring down the whole movement. Because <laughs> they're looking for reasons to bring down the movement anyway. Right. And then here you come. You just give them the ammunition. Did you think you'd be able to hide a house? Right. <laughs> Did you think you'd be able to hide that? You can't hide a house. <laughs> and now she can say, like, <clears throat> at this point, all that stuff now is like it's for you know my safety and it's for I'll be feeling right. threatened and stuff. So like you're never gonna be able to prove she doesn't. I mean, I would imagine she does feel threatened and that she does feel unsafe with the way people came after her. But some of these things, it's like these are self errors, dog. This like yeah. the, the the Daily Mail didn't make you do these decisions. Yeah, you know, you know. Did it give you a toothache? Do you have a toothache? Is that, right, yeah. Is that <laughs> why? Guys, you I come out understand. and say that. I had a toothache, so I bought a house. Listen, <laughs> a thread. <laughs> yeah, a thread. I had a toothache. A thread. <laughs> a thread. I had a toothache, so I had to buy a house. You know. But I don't know. I know a lot of us feel like we can't question her out loud and in public because we don't want to contribute to the environment with this black queer woman is already being drugged through the mud, but I don't, yeah. I don't know on some, on some level, I think it's okay to be like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, this, this does seem fucked up. And if it was anyone else, if it was Sean King, if it was DeRay, right. if it was one of Demando's answers, people, people wouldn't feel so protective. They'd be like, yo, why, where, what is up with this money? Especially when BLM was a big part of questioning a lot of people's motives when it came to activism. Yes, right. sir. Right. Like that that was their whole thing. We're coming up on two years of uh, Black Lives Matter protests. Yep. I got to write something about For it. George Floyd, you mean? or? Yeah, it's uh, like- I, I think George Floyd, the whole thing. Okay. Because I was going to say, we've been protesting, I think, since Trayvon. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, 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 we'll call it the big one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The big one. It's like when you, when you think of, uh, March on Washington. You know, it's been a lot of marches on Washington, but there's only one Dr. King march on Washington. Right. <laughs> you, know. you know, so I got to I gotta write something about it Tuesday. I think the anniversary is Wednesday, but I write something about it Tuesday. 
I got to kind of think of a way I want to go with it. But and it was uh, that weekend when it happened, too. It was like the day of or the day before was when that bird watcher guy had that the Central Park Karen story. Yeah, he got a show now. And he just got it. just announced he's got yeah. a TV show. We do a thing about it. Leon yeah, man. Shout him. out to him. I'm happy yeah. for him. I still feel like he should have put that bitch in jail. I still. Well, I'm going to watch the show anyway. I know. I mean, I'm not a bird person. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a bird person. Yeah. You know, I'm happy that he got the show. I'm really happy he got the show. Oh, yeah, good for him. He didn't deserve none of that shit. No, glowed he up. He's really no, he glowed didn't. up. The system should have did his job. He's also big into DC statehood. He's that was that's a good man right there. He's down here a lot advocating for DC statehood. Um, Christian Cooper should have put that bitch yeah. in jail. <laughs> should have put that. Bitch he probably. Hey, how? Hey, how do you think he hears that? Like every time he go out, it's got yeah. like especially <laughs> be in DC. Damn, brother, so good to see you. Really, damn, brother, I'm just I'm happy that you're glowing up. You should have put that bitch in jail. Yeah. Hey, man, heard about your new TV show. That's what's up. That's what's up, player. Should put that bitch in jail, though. Hey, but it's all good. I'm gonna see you next time, Christian. Except for when he meets Ben Crump. Ben Crump's like, you should have sued that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you should. You still me can. Too. You still can. Yeah, you yeah. Should, it's the statute of limitations. It's not over yet. Here's my card, real quick. <laughs> Put that bitch in jail. Christian Cooper has a show coming out on National Geographic. He's 59. Damn, he's in good shape. Great 59. shape. Mm-hmm. Um, hosts a series for the Nature Channel called Extraordinary Birder. He's a lifelong really bird loves enthusiast. Them birds. He showed up those. Him and Mike Tyson. You got to get them together. Mike Tyson can't stop talking about his pigeons, you know? Oh, they're going to send him everywhere. They're going to send him to Alaska, Puerto Rico. Let's go. They need to have... Uh, Amy Cooper show up in every episode. <laughs> she just pops up for the for the pandemonium. That's like how a, you get the that's how you get the ratings up. I like wonder, a, I wonder how she feels about. It. I would really like to I be don't the one. Know. I'd really like to be the one to tell her that you know that oh, guy man. that you were fucking with. He's got a show. Oh, you know she bad. Oh, yeah. She and, don't pop and, up nowhere. He should have put your ass in jail. Should have put your ass in jail. You know she thinks she's the victim Ren, too. Ren, I'm gonna yep. get a shirt. He should put your ass in jail. Yeah. <laughs> should have put your ass in jail. <laughs> oh, they already that, yeah. produced six episodes of this show. Yeah, I'm watch this shit. I'm not bullshitting. It's probably on Discovery Plus or something. I'm gonna stream My it. My daughter will. I, Ava will watch it. She she loves her birds. She'll watch it. I, I watch like it. my main thing with this dude has always been like. He just wanted to go out and look at birds. birds like, yeah. he should, Damn, yeah. we can't do shit. Yeah, he should birds. be accountable for the whole system. Like, we can't do shit. This man, like, and you could tell how much he loved them fucking birds because as this shit was blowing up, he was still on some like, yeah, but, you know, like, I actually don't want to have no part of this. I, I just wanted her to put a dog, like to put a dog on a leash so I could watch birds. You're scaring the birds. That's all Everybody's like, no, brother, you got to take bird. this to the Supreme Court. I, I, like, I, I hear what y'all saying. I hear what y'all I, I, saying. I just want to hear about this new if, species of robin that just came out. I want to take pictures. That That's why I came out when, here in the first place. That's when I come in. I, you know what? I'm happy that you're getting these pictures of these robins and everything. I'm happy. She put that bitch in jail, man. He's like, I feel y'all. <laughs> but it's a beautiful, if you would just move out the way, sir, there's a beautiful J right there in that tree. You're right. That is right over there by that pine tree. I just, and I'm going to look at it with you. to your left. I'm going to look at it with you and then we're going to put that bitch in jail, right? Hey, look, he, go, <laughs> he, he 
putting up his he putting up his burner goggles and shit, and, 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 and Red Dog just keeps stepping in front of him. So you gonna put that bitch in jail, right? Oh, no, sir, there's a cardinal over there by that sap. I know. Let's look at it. And then we're done looking at it. Let's put that bitch in jail. Let's put you, that bitch in you know jail. who uh, you know who shouldn't be allowed to spread their wings. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're, gonna, they're gonna be like, sir, who is this black man that's in the corner of every single one of your photos? He's e- either to the left or to the right. We don't understand. He was kind of pressing it too because I really do think about ten minutes into that trial, white people would have turned on him. <laughs> <laughs> Like they was on his side. She at said first. she was sorry. God, they paid, remember when they made an Amy Cooper law? Yeah, the, remember that shit? That right. They were on his side for about a good like three months. When that shit went to trial a year later, and he was on that stand accusing her, they would have been like, "Jesus, guy, let it go. It's just a fucking bird." Oh, right. she would have been doing the Kyle Rittenhouse cry, you know? Oh, you know? Oh, the white women victimhood would have popped up on his ass. Yeah. They would have went into his past. You know, he once made uh, he once made a message board post on a bird thing. <laughs> look, at Greg, look at Greg in the chat room. I know why the leash dog sings this fall. <laughs> right. <laughs> This oh. Sunday, Savannah Cooper, Savannah Guthrie interviews Amy Cooper. Yeah, I was just trying to walk my dog. I was scared. Yeah, she tried that. She tried that shit. I think she said she was going to sue him or some shit like that. Yeah, she did say she that. Lost, point, she, got, that shit. she got fired from her job. She lost her job because people found out where she worked. So like she was yeah. all mad about that. And she had a history of being crazy. Yeah. Right. Right. So like that was the other reason. Like when Randolph said, I would like to tell I'm like, she crazy. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. not even going to be satisfying because she's so crazy. She gonna... See, that's what it was all about. Him getting a TV show. Oh, you, you crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And y'all saw uh, Tucker Carlson's response to the, to the great replacement and uh, Elise, Elise Stefanik, uh, Tanya Wyman's uh, congresswoman, I guess, a representative. <laughs> it's Courtney. <laughs> Yeah, well trained Moss, all y'all, that's y'all's representative, at least Stefanik or whatever. Stefanik, yeah. Stefanik, that fucking bitch. Here's the thing is uh what'd she say? Well, just they all doubled down on the replacement theory. Oh, right? okay. She she basically just came out with a tweet that was unrelated to the end to the story, but it was like these immigrants are coming over and taking right. over. You know, like it was basically mm. it's the same shit, theory, you know. Hip y'all to some uh some rand some randolph racial theory okay randolph <laughs> race theory uh for white people listen they can't they can't back off and say now that they they can't because mm-hmm. if you if you say that then you have to say that you were wrong all this time that's the whole key of everything of everything involving all this racist stuff you 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 they can't confront their relatives they can't confront their friends they can't confront fox news they can't confront them. they're all trapped inside the loop they're tra- mm-hmm. now if you're strong, you can break out of that loop and say and simply say, man, I fucked up. You could just do that. OK, but they're not strong enough. Just well, whiteness one, as a group. One of the signs of strength to them is not admitting you're wrong. Right. Yeah. So that's how they yeah. that's how they project strength is to not say you're wrong. Right. It's the opposite. Right. And you know? and they know good and hell well what the fuck they're saying. That's not they know good. Of they course. know good and hell well. They know what it is. Mm-hmm. They know what it is. It's just that at this point in the culture, it's not acceptable. You know, the, the question becomes is, is it going to become acceptable again or is it not? And I don't trust whiteness. 
You too? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Me, you, Tanya, none of us trust whiteness. <laughs> My wife, none of us trust whiteness. Andy's no, wife, we don't trust whiteness. Andy a does a little bit. No, but as a record label, as a crew. Yeah, individually, <laughs> it's different. But as a collective, no. I just you can't. I trust it to do what it's gonna do. Gonna I yes, trust it to do what gonna it's gonna do. do. Wow, I'm surprised. <laughs> you right. know, I trust it to do what it's gonna but you can't you can't trust it. It just and it just and because I can't trust it, it makes me tired being around just large groups of white people. It just just shit just makes you tired, man. Yeah, I get scared of being around a big number of white people with no brown dots anywhere in the room. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, it's time me to go. I don't really get scared of it as much as I just uh, I just get tired because I know they're censoring themselves mm-hmm. because I'm in their presence. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm censoring. I know myself. the why. I know the wild racial shit y'all say when we're not in your presence. I know it. You can't go. That's that's the whole thing about um, people. Like my wife was telling me that at her job, this is nothing racial, but this it ties back. At her job, a guy that she works with was uh they were doing one of these zoom meetings and these two guys said, oh give you don't get your tongue out that camera boy <laughs> <laughs> that was not he wasn't quoting don't the lick the screen. yeah that's not what my wife that's not what the guy <laughs> told my wife uh it's like two guys were doing a presentation and one of the dudes started roasting the other dude and he was very mean with it right mm. and then to the point that later on other people in the meeting uh basically checked that dude for doing it right right and i was telling my wife i said that's because people don't understand first of all comedy is a fragile thing and it shouldn't be in everybody's hands that's number mm-hmm. one no everybody, number no. two comedy for a lot of people is be mean yeah not i'm gonna i'm not i'm just fucking with you no it's be mean and then because you can get your rocks off by being mean. And then when you're called on it, you simply say, I'm joking. Agreed. That's comedy for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Just as it is. So when you put a when, when a large groups of white people are together and they start making jokes, they go to the jokes about the niggas and the motor and the Mexicans and then mm-hmm. and any insert group, you know, the gays insert group. Everything is mean. Everything is mean. They don't know any other way. They don't know. I don't I don't understand. They don't have the experience. What is so twisted in you? This is some this is some RRT right here. Uh, Randolph race theory. <laughs> what is so twisted inside of you? That that's what you, that that is what you. That's what you have to do. And that's mm-hmm. all you don't know any other way that mm-hmm. that's the way. So when I'm around large groups of white people, it's nothing I'm afraid, Karen. It's that I know you're censoring yourself. Because I know what's inside of you. I know what's inside of you because I live inside. I live in the society. Yes. Yes. That's what's inside of you. Yeah. And I think for me, the fear comes where if anything shifts or, or, or the, the, the atmosphere in this room, I know that I'm going to be the first person to get turned on. So yeah, you live in the South, too. And so, so for me, that's a lot of reason why I'm like, okay, too many white people in here. No, I got to have a witness. Like, hey, if I'm gonna die, it's gonna be me and another black or brown person to be like, you see that shit? Yeah, I see this shit too. Okay, I don't want to be the only one. Yeah, yeah like that. I used to, like, I used to wear camouflage to my white people events. I would wear this. Uh, it was a red America hat. That was a trucker hat. 
And I would just uh, wear that to events where I knew there'd be a lot of white people. And normally they leave me alone. Like they felt comfortable around that. Here's the downside of that is that you ever been in that situation and they think you, you, the, you, the black guy who's down with them. Yeah, I did have to correct a few, (laughs) but it was better than the other way, you know, but yeah, I've had a, you know, when I had white friends, I occasionally you have to regulate because let them know we've narrowed that that down a lot. Let them know that you're not that black friend because, you know, Shout out to that black friend fucking it up for the rest of us. It's yeah. forever. I said that I said that on stage about a week ago. This kid in the front row was four white dudes and this one black guy sitting on the end with them. I said, "He's your boys." And he said, "Yeah." I said, "You the designated black friend tonight?" And he said, "Yeah, yeah." And they all looked at him. I was like, "Yeah, see." Tell him, <laughs> yeah. tell him, friend. Y'all didn't think he knew, y'all didn't think he thought that about y'all. He knows he knows his place in this position. He's a designated black guy. <laughs> he know he knows what it is. He's just made a deal with himself. Like, I guess I'm going to go have with these white boys and not have fun. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. you know, you can do that shit as a young man. I did it. <laughs> when you get older, though, you'd be like, Ugh, yeah, I don't want to be I, out with y'all. I tonight. was white friend adjacent to Roderick's white friends, because, like I said, I've never really had a lot of white people like around me like that long enough to actually have these relationships to be like really tight and really close. So, you know, firsthand, I was like, oh, this shit is wild. They would casually talk about shit. Well, I'd be like, oh, my black ass would go to jail. And then I would ask them questions. They would look at me like something was wrong with me. But I was like, bitch, I don't understand your life. Yeah. Yeah. And they just so I just get tired. I'm just I'm like I'm tired of. It ain't getting no better. Don't talk to me about how, you know, the young people will get better with young people. Really, the young people who are shooting shit up. Really? Right. Mm -hmm. You know, as James Barwa said, why do y'all need a, a nigga? Yeah, you know, like, that's the real question. It's not us. Like, Mm-mm. why y'all? Why do you have to define yourself by what you're not? Like, everything right. about them is just defining themselves by like, I'm better than this. Yeah, I'm better this than you. Interview, yep, that's this one interview that really got to me that Toni Morrison did. That uh, I'm reading this book for hers right now. I'm trying to. I keep having come back to. It's called Home. It's a novel I picked up in the in a train station try not to buy books in bus stations or train stations by the way That's, <laughs> you really need to gouge me 85 percent on this book jesus of christ you know i can I jump on open. amazon and get this shit was like, you can get right it right now. now and what else are you gonna do with your time well that's the cost of being a slave to the physical book yeah you see what I'm saying? I broke, I broke free of that, brother. I be on the Amazon Kindle sales like a motherfucker. Like, oh, three dollars. Okay. <laughs> Uh, she was saying in an interview that, you know, she heard about it's a story, but it's not even a story. It's a true, obviously a true tale of a, a bunch of they were busing some kids in and the white mothers flipped the bus over and set it on fire. Right. And it's like you. Can any of you women imagine a moment of a bunch of black mothers burning white children to death. Can you imagine doing that? Can you imagine that? Do anybody black, you know, do that? Mm-hmm. Anybody Latin, you know, doing that? Anybody but they Asian, that a bunch of like that mothers happen and you're like, no. Burning up children. But white 
this, it was routinely able to do that for generations. Children, men, women, pregnant women, old women, babies, routinely, just routinely able to just kill blackness, including children. What is broken inside of you as a people? That's just just something. Mm-hmm. There's something broken in in as a people. I mean, I'm married to a white woman. I have a white friend, Andy. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm not broken. <laughs> you know, but as a as a group, the you have to be. Friend. You have to be broken as a, as a group. You have to be. That's what slavery slavery broke you. That's what slavery has done to you. It it broke you as a. It just broke yeah, you as a. That's like yeah, Atlanta. Everybody. This season of Atlanta, <clears throat> the theme has been like the curse of whiteness, and not just on white on black people, but also on, on white, white people. people. It and just it's like, breaks you. Yeah, it's some like real James Baldwin esque. Like mm-hmm. you know, this shit is fucking y'all up, but y'all too stupid to even see it. Fuck well, y'all can't, up too. You can't see it. You can't let yourself see it. Yeah, because once you see it. You can't unsee it, and then and you that's the make real, a decision. That's are the real danger. Yes, are you a piece they, of shit? That's why they fight against what teaching you the are. children and shit. They was like, no. What well, a theme for the season is. Uh, it's like chaos to the fly. Yeah. Um, and it's just like because the fly can't see the spider web, so it's right. it's even more fucked up. At least black people know, like we, like we're like we see the spider web everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, and white people out here like ain't no spider web. It's like, well, I mean, when you're watching the collapse of this fucking American economy and shit around Ooh. you, and you still think it's the niggers' right. fault, then right. you're the spider. You're the, you're the fly in that web that don't see it. Mm-mm. And it's our liberal, it's our liberal friends too. It's like this comedian guy, Andy, and I know comics who think the same thing that this comedian kid who didn't get a job. So it's it's. I don't think he's liberal. You know, he's not. But you and I know liberal comics, liberal yeah. white comics who, when push comes to shove, are like, well, I don't want to lose. I don't I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose my job. I don't. Well, it's it's and to the, on the liberal side, it's like I want everyone to have what they deserve. But me first. Right. And if that does, if the me first part doesn't happen, then I don't care about the red. There's still like that that selfishness in it. Right. You know, and selfishness is like, I deserve this because I was good and because right. I was an ally. So, so I deserve what, my reward for that. So what is broken inside of you? There's something broken inside of you. I saw a, a good uh, a good analogy. I can't remember exactly how analogy goes, but basically there's two types of people. There's people who get to a party and go, okay, so we got pizza, but other people are coming. So at some point the pizza is going to run out. So be sure to get some. And they take three slices Mm-hmm. because the pizza is going to run out. And then there's the people who take one slice because the pizza is going to run out. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So everyone can have some. Right. You right. take the one slice so everybody gets a piece. Or you take three slices so you make sure you get a piece. Everybody else is going to get a piece, but you you make sure you get your piece. You know, there's that person. It's the shopping cart analogy. The right. People who return their carts and people who don't. Right. So that's just inherent. In certain people. So how do they get that way? Because the ground, their ground was fertile for it. Somebody taught them that. Well, yeah, it's get yours. That's, yeah. that's what get yours. Some, even, 
even if you want other people to have theirs, make sure you get yours. Right. Somebody yeah. taught them that. So we we don't have any we don't have any allies on the, on this side, and any allies we do have want to make excuses for whiteness. Yeah, which is what that guy was doing in that in that in that thread he wrote. He'll say he wasn't. Right. Well, some no, part nobody, of him was. No, nobody believes that. And the 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 that analogy also that white supremacy, me and mine, it actually spreads to a lot of black and brown and marginalized people because within our own groups, a lot of us don't even care about our own people because it's about me and mine. I got mm-hmm. money. I'm in a wealthy neighborhood. My kids go to the best school. Who cares about them other blacks? Right. And they could be pro black and love themselves and all that stuff. But but that me and mine is very, very, very dangerous because mm-hmm. the quote unquote communities, a lot of the communities that a lot of black and brown people and my people used to have are dissolving and people don't see it dissolving before their eyes. And eventually nobody's going to really have anybody to lean on because everybody's going to be like, well, that's your problem. Right. I agree. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. It's just, it's just. I don't see how and people will tell you, well, you got to, you got to, uh, oh, the future will be better in the future. I'm like, you can't guarantee that. Things are well, going to get better. That's also, is, yeah. that's you can't also guarantee me that. punting. That's to say, well, I don't have to do anything. It'll just work itself out. Right. right. You know, I'm going to run out the clock on this. So that's part of it too. It's the future. I mean, they might have, people might have a whole philosophy about why things get better in the future, but the ultimate goal of that is so I don't have to do anything or I can still get mine, you know? Right. So yes. that's really what it comes down to. I would have left mine. the house if everything would have been perfect. Yeah. Right. But as long as things aren't perfect, I'm not going to help until they are. Right. So that technically you're telling me you're not doing anything. me doing nothing is better than you doing something. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Then I'm going to criticize you the whole time you actually doing something. Yeah. I get to be even better than you by doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. And uh, social media rewards me for that. Yeah. So what is broken within you? There's just something. Bro- it's, they're broken. They're broken. That's why I would. <laughs> I always love the uh, we need to have these tough conversations. I'm like, their conversations aren't tough. They're not tough at all. No, you don't really not want to for have me. Conversation. They're mm-hmm. tough for you You're saying because they require attention. you looking at things, you accepting realities about you <laughs> ain't tough for me. I'm not doing anything wrong. So what they do is they try to invent things that are wrong. Like CRT is exactly like the great replacement theory. (laughs) Is it (laughs) the exact same thing? That's, that's just another, what about Chicago? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's your way of trying to apply the blame to me, which is why as entertaining as I can find a Charles Barkley or Shaquille O'Neal, I don't like them. Mm-hmm. Because as I've said, once I know, I can't unknow. I know how you mm-hmm. feel about blackness and white. I know how you feel. I know how you feel. I know how Stephen A. Smith feels about black people at, at a base level. I know how you feel and I can't unknow it. I know it because you've said it. That's how I know it. You don't know how I feel about black people, brother. I'm very supportive of black people. Yeah, as long as we are, you know, as long as you believe that we're not contributing to a problem, a problem that we didn't create and that we can't fix. We can't, Mm -mm. we can't wear nice clothes and fix it, speak the correct way and fix it. 
act a certain way and fix it. It doesn't fix the problem. Colin Kaepernick is not out of the league because because he he didn't do a workout or wore a shirt at him. That's not why he's not in the league. He's not in the league because he advocated for blackness. That's why he's not in the league. That's the only reason why he's not in the league, because he advocated for blackness. And if you advocate for blackness, you will be destroyed. <laughs> it's historic. <laughs> Go back. Start with Paul Roberson. You advocate for blackness. You will be destroyed. Stephen A. Smith knows that he's not stupid. He's far from stupid. He knows that. But that but that is a that's a hard thing to face. That's a hard reality to look to look at because if it can happen to him, it can happen to you. Also, he ain't trying to niggas ain't trying to lose everything for this, right? Like right. that's and that unfortunate for them. That's the choice that that pretty much whiteness yeah. is gonna make you make one day. You're gonna find right. out who you really are when right. it's like, so you right. wanna be on TNT all the time, or you wanna right. like talk this other shit, you know, mm-hmm. or, or even worse, the guy that they picked to be coming in the doors, the guy that they no, won't do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he smiles a lot. <laughs> yeah. Them, them, that outro boy was on just the other day. He, I was like, oh, I can't watch this shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was on for some some other hot take. And I was like, Nick Saban. Nick yeah. Saban hot take. It's yeah. trash. <laughs> trash. That he trash always got to have the opposite take. Yeah, trash ass, trash wow. ass take. <laughs> trash, Let trash me push take. back for a moment. Soon. <laughs> yeah. With a smiling face. Right. I hate that, dude. Just a all lot of teeth. teeth. All, <laughs> all, all, all of the teeth. Yeah. I mean, when I heard when I heard Barkley defend the cops who killed Brianna, Brianna, I was like, well, yeah, that's Barkley. Him and Shaq both defending the cops. Well, her boyfriend shouldn't have pulled the gun out and started shooting. Really? He shouldn't have, he shouldn't have pulled the gun out and shot at, at strangers breaking into his house. Right. That's yeah, and also he, like that's what we shouldn't have done. And Ernie's not ready to have that discussion with them and to shoot that down. He's not. Well, I don't blame him. He's like, not that guy, but Timmy Smith will be right there and shoot it down. Yeah. <laughs> but it, that's, it's like their basketball discussions. The same thing that makes them so great at discussing basketball is what makes them so bad at discussing race. Cause they'll yeah. take, they'll take being wrong as proof they're right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, I said what I said type of shit. It's like, but you, we have facts. We know what happened. Like, this isn't, could you beat uh, Draymond Green in one-on-one? We'll never know. Yeah, We actually do know what happened with Breonna Taylor. Yeah, we know (laughs) exactly what happened (laughs) because it's right there. So you and I are looking at the same, the same evidence. And that's the conclusion you drew. I'll take it to another level, though, Randolph. Okay. Oh shit. This is why it's even more disgusting. Okay. This is some rod race theory, which also has RRT. That's RRT. RRT. Um, what's really fucked up is that they're even talking about it in the first place on the fucking basketball show. Yeah. Because you would never see them stop any broadcast with white people on it. And be like, let's take 20 minutes and break down the Buffalo shooter. Right. Yeah. Because there's no just, like, yeah, there's no hockey night in America or like, like mm-hmm. they zoom in and there's no, no baseball in, in America. No. It's just by the nature of being a black person on TV, you are race expert as well as whatever the fuck else you're talking about. So let's just take this tangent in the middle of a show that's going to piss off half of our fucking viewers for the record. 
why like there's no like some producer somewhere should shut that shit down even if right. they go i want to talk about it yeah well charles that's not with your sport i'll do you i'll i'll addendum to that barkley at some point decided he was going to be an expert on race mm-hmm. without doing any of the necessary study yeah tv show got fried without doing any of the necessary study yep to be an expert not even be an expert just to have knowledge he didn't do any of the Stephen A. Smith did the same thing. Yeah. Like, like you're, just, not, you're not prepared for this. Yeah. And 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 dude, you're getting only, you're getting drilled by Mass Kellerman. <laughs> right. And only in America will they let you do that. Yeah. Like they like uh, for and they would not let if if uh Kurt Schilling said I want to go on a tour talking about race, they they would immediately be like, either you're fired or we're shutting that down. You right. can pick which one. But we're not letting you get on our air and go to Chicago and say whatever the fuck. Right. But when it's Stephen A. Smith, they will set up a panel. We'll bring on some police. We'll bring on some protests. It's like, why are y'all letting him? That shouldn't happen. Right. Right. As if it those two things are equal. Yeah. And in the meantime, we know all the all the heinous shit the police are doing that Stephen A. is not even going to talk to them about because he's right. he hasn't done any research. He doesn't right. give a shit or he could be like smiling, smiling at you and say, I went on a ride along with police right. because, as I always say, that they show you that right over there is where right we shoot right, right, right there. That's where we shoot Come on, <laughs> man. Right Stop there. with the bullshit. Right. <laughs> Stop with the bull- you ain't going to bring you ain't going to bring Howard Bryan on. Howard Bryan ain't been back on with Stephen A. since yeah. the day <laughs> he checked him about Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick's workout. He ain't been back on since then. Mm-hmm. I've checked. He ain't been back on since then. He don't want none of that. Right. <laughs> he doesn't. What's and they're Stephen not going to give Howard Bryant the tour right. of Chicago panel right. speech. They're not going <laughs> to give him that. So it's always these doofuses like on race that just go off of vibes. And it's always the vibe of like white people treated me pretty well. Right. And, <laughs> and have y'all noticed it be men at the forefront of this? Yeah. 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 And, well, well, and Sage still. Well, they ran off, Jamel. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Sage I mean, is I mean, listen, I mean, I mean, the TV the show channel. about to talk about race. We all know Coonan is a man's work, but it is very much a man's I would like ah, to give I would like doing some heels get into Coonan. I'd like to give credit to the race pioneer Sage Steel as she yeah. is trying to climb the, the, the glass ceiling of Coons and <laughs> you know, get for get that, that recognition. It is very much a it is very much a man's sport. Seemed like, yeah, you know, she's a very, pioneer. She show up to work every day <laughs> after she sued yeah. them people. Look at the cool. She drives. She drives in the work. Yeah. Look at the cools. Yes, <laughs> dancing off beat. Yeah, my bad. Still works. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the cools. <laughs> yeah, I heard she got popped upside the face with a, a golf ball, and niggas yeah. was like, "Okay." Yeah, I said the I said yeah, the, 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 right. the Seinfeld emoji this morning. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's a shame. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm, am I supposed to feel? I mean, okay, I guess. Am I upset? I, don't know. I mean, she went to the hospital, right? Didn't she go to the? Wasn't it a mm-hmm. a bad hit? Yeah, they said it was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, what whiteness hit her hard? A white. <laughs> she got hit by whiteness, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, she got yes, hit by a white ball at a white <laughs> event. <laughs> Not the first time she's taken white balls to the face. Oh no! Oh, oh sick burn! Oh. <laughs> These are the jokes that stayed in the writers' room. 
<laughs> These are the ones that vetoed. Yeah, that's definitely what they They vetoed that. They was like, no, sir. No, sir. Talk your <laughs> shit, Rod. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we will not be uh, putting this one on the air. Oh, <laughs> so I guess the guy that hit the golf ball was like trying to get like wave his arms in the air. Like, I guess the way you yell four and mm. uh, I guess it didn't work. <laughs> the ball point blank hit her in the head. The broadcast made no mention of the incident. So, you know, she's suing for that, too. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's not even if it was Jamel Hill, they would have mentioned it. They would have said something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. There's there's. I, was, I want to say I don't know what the answer is to this, but I know what the answer is, and uh, you know I don't particularly care for it. The answer is shit ain't gonna change. The shit ain't gonna change because white people don't want it to change. That is yeah. not what I thought you were gonna say. <laughs> what did you think <laughs> I was gonna say? We have to kill them all. <laughs> uh, no. Okay. I, was, I was like Randolph, don't, don't. Oh, he, wait, okay. and that's the manifesto. Here's why. <laughs> yeah, I that's what Randolph's go manifesto gonna be. Because it's not, quite, it's not quite feasible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you could uh, figure out a way to make it feasible, I might entertain. It was it. just the way you set it up. I just, I was like, <laughs> we're not about to go off the damn reservation. <laughs> you was like, like listen, I know what the answer is. Yeah. I don't want to have to say it. I'm like, oh shit. You guys know <laughs> what I'm talking about. It's finally <laughs> happened. <laughs> yeah, I don't see. I don't see it. Because the, the youth aren't getting any better. Right. I see the piece of shit parents. They're not doing anything with their children. Mm-hmm. Uh they're they're tilling the ground that this that this shit, these these for these seeds it takes root in. Explain to me how it changes. The people that we want to crack down on this can't they can't possibly understand how right. dangerous it is because they are white. Right. Right. So they and don't the ones that know. and the ones that have waken up, mm-hmm. the ones that are now woke, there's not that many of them. And there's not there's not nearly enough of them in power. And if you and again, if you advocate for blackness, you will be destroyed. And also uh being awake for it seems to be for a lot of white people a temporary condition. Oh yeah. yeah they well right they weren't really they weren't really up as much as they just hit us hit the snooze button. Right. And like they just kind of slide back in. Lay there in that twilight that you know that that mm-hmm. that twilight you go into after you hit the snooze button, you ain't sleep, you just twilight it. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that's why I was always on the side of go ahead and get the grift on. Get, get this get, money get while you can. Like, like, yeah, get that money while they was giving money. I, out. I said was that like, George Floyd shit happened. I said, I hope y'all don't think this gonna last. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, yeah, we, we, we'll get that money while like we can. Bank of America's giving out a hundred loans. I said, get that loan. Don't try get it now. Don't wait and be like, I'll get a house in two years. Get that shit now. Cause these motherfuckers are got a time limit and they gonna act like is everybody still getting Juneteenth off? No, is, no, did that stop? I don't trust none of these motherfuckers. Take what you can while you can get it. That's why I said, uh, I, know, I already forgot my line, my line of thought. So many things in my head. So many things in my head. I don't know. I just kill them all. Oh, <laughs> that's what i meant to say <laughs> oh uh, it was there the whole time <laughs> oh uh <laughs> all you gotta oh, do is did i say that loud oh uh. <laughs> did it slip out <laughs> that's how you really feel uh, sit down and write me a manifesto 
<laughs> Black rage. <laughs> I kill all you motherfuckers. <laughs> As Tanya saying, Bender on Futurama, kill all humans. Yeah. <laughs> Is Randolph killing white people yet? No, he's still writing the manifesto. He's, he's been still writing, writing it. it. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a lot more work. A lot to say. A lot work. Shout out to everybody struggling with writer's block. People that can't finish their dissertations. <laughs> right. This motherfucker wrote 180 pages in like six months. Right. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it was copying and pasting memes, but people yeah. copy and paste, you know. Yeah. That's basically what a dissertation is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I wonder if he had any sound on tape in there. <laughs> Here's a link back to some sound if you need it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Cut this part from Tucker Carlson from 18 <laughs> seconds to 37 back, seconds. Link back to some sound. Yeah, man. They can't, they can't admit anything. Yeah. You know. And then, like I said, and the people that, the people that, who are knowingly grift off of them, who we know you just got to be done with them. Yep. I just, I can't Jason McWhorters, people like that of the world. Like I'm just, I can't fuck with you at all at yep. all. Dr. Nichols. Like, I'm sorry. You I hate can't to see it. I'm like, I can't do this with you. <laughs> I can't like, do how this. you go back on his show after this mm-hmm. or have like, him on your this podcast. man. Shut up. The supermarket with the same fucking theory of man yeah. pedals every day. You can't just go on there and be like, "Well, some people just need to see a different point of view on that." Right. Like what? Right, right. This has always been who he is, who he's been. Are you stupid? Right. <laughs> are you are you stupid? You're not stupid. So what is it that you don't see? All these people, people, black people who fuck still fuck with Bill Maher. I'm like, are you stupid? So what is it that you don't see? Tony Kornheiser ran me off early, early. When Trump got elected, he ran me off. You know, you're very zero tolerance on that stuff. So it makes sense. You know, what zero tolerance comes from is as I'm listening to you, it just starts to rub on me like, Mm. ugh, ugh. So I'd rather just not put myself through that. I mean, I think I have I have a theory <laughs> that uh, you when you hear that shit, it makes you think of the shit you've had to put up with. And you just like, nah, not like, you know, what I'm yeah, like, that's possible. That, like, I'm not even about to go through this whole journey with Corny H- Tony Kornheiser. Um, yeah. I'm hearing a little, 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 hearing a little sprinkle It's uh, I'm getting out early. Yeah, I mean, I had I had Kornheiser. I saw this in Kornheiser in Austin when I was living in Austin, and I remember thinking this guy's funny, you know, and he's funny. Then I then I found PTI, so I heard him on the radio first, before and yeah. once I heard him on the radio, somehow I came up on some of his writing. I think in the paper. Yeah, I was like, oh, this shit's funny. It's funny. It's gonna remind me of Dave Barry who come to find out him and Kornheiser are contemporaries. And I started reading Dave Barry when I was in like uh, mm-hmm. middle school. And uh, I was like, oh, this is pretty good for a white man, you know? And Aldridge was on and he had this Dominic was in the chat room. Aldridge was on and Will Bond was on all the time. On. Will Bond was on, yeah. you know, is it still uh, on the air? Or did they take it off? No, it's, it's on a podcast form now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, very, very diverse. And, um, then I found PTI and I love PTI. My wife and I used to watch PTI together. When we were when we were just dating, we would watch PTI together. And uh, but you was 
I just remember, I know I've heard you allude to like kind of feeling like you took shit back in the day that you just realized at some like, point, like, I would like, not I, take this mm-hmm. shit now. You have a yeah. hard line. So, like, yeah, oh, like I think when you I cut, went through some, yeah, I went through I some. I think whatever that was, you cut shit off now, like, mm, nope. Like yeah, getting, getting some, of, getting some. My antennas are up. I'm getting a little bit of these vibes. Yeah, so I'm fuck, out. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot of it comes from um, where I grew up, and I don't like to put it on the south because it happens everywhere. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of um, you just got to put up with weird racial jokes, and mm-hmm. you know, a lot of microaggressions. We just a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And as you get older, you look back and you see them. You're like, ugh. Same. Ugh. Yeah, Ugh. No, I didn't see it then. So after after Trump got elected, Kornheiser said, I think uh, Donald Trump presidency is going to be fun. He said that mm-hmm. more than once, you know, and then the problems started happening. Because he's Donald because he's Donald Trump and he's a fucking maniac, but he's he an knows entertaining him, man. He knows him as a New Yorker because Tony Kornheiser is New York. So he knows okay. him as this as this rich guy from New York who's not to be taken seriously. I don't want and at the time, president to be fun. I want him oh, to run. Right. Shit. But even before that, all of us were like, you know, this guy's pretty fucking racist. <laughs> all these black people never occurred to him. Never occurred to him. Then the Pittsburgh shooting happened. <laughs> and uh, you could begin to kind of rest that on like that's Trump's fault because he's enabling these people. Then Howard Feynman stopped going on Tony's show. And I was like, Howard put those, Howard put those together because Howard is from there. Howard Feynman, he's a writer. He's from Pittsburgh. He went to that temple, you know, that 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 synagogue. And and Howard was like, his thing of he was done. Crystalis is another one. As Dominic said, Crystalis is on. I can't stand Crystalis. You know, he used to bring on um he brought on Tucker Carlson. Tom Cotton. He used to bring on Tom Cotton. You know, I'm like, you are a piss poor judge of character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are a piss poor. Because even then, when he was bringing Tom, Tom Cotton and, and Tucker Carlson, I'm like, these guys are pieces of shit. You don't see it? You don't see it. You just, you don't see it. That's when I was like, something is off about some people. It's just something is off about these people. Then Wilbon wrote that wrote that article about Sean Taylor. I was like, what's that about? <laughs> you know, what, what are you doing? Well, he was had these people in his life and associated people. So that's how. So it's his fault that he was. Killed <laughs> some people broke into his house and that's his fault, because that's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Did y'all win? No, we lost. What was the score? Two to one. Two to one. Not bad. No, you stay hydrated. Ooh, your hair is dry. Her hair looks like the little girl on the boondocks right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just pulled back with a big ass and a big puff in the back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Blackness. You know, it's just um, yeah, he just drove, he just drove me off. And now I can't, I don't get any enjoyment of it. It's like watching football. I love football. I don't get enjoyment of it. Yeah. I, I, I don't get any jump, I don't get any enjoyment out of it. You know, I, that's why I always say I have to enjoy it for the both of us. Yeah, you're you know right. I mean? like I, <laughs> somebody need to support these black quarterbacks that are still out here and yeah. they need people to defend them from these cracks. And here's the thing about football is you can't get away from it. Mm-hmm. It's it's too ingrained into the culture. 
Yeah, I don't even understand people who are like, yeah, I don't pay attention to football. And I'm like, how, how, how are you not? How, how are you doing that? How, <laughs> how, what secret do you know <laughs> that, that you've been able it, to completely you gotta be one of them people that was never into it to be one of those people that don't pay attention. Right. Yeah. Like if you one of the people that like quit, you still going to see us everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Like I guarantee you knew Tom Brady unretired the, the second Twitter knew it because yeah it I knew everywhere. it immediately I was like oh Tom Brady back that should be on regular news you yeah know what I mean? <laughs> like Tom Brady back okay <laughs> all, all right I know I know about Nick Saban the college football the reason why I know about the college football because it's it's I want these young brothers to get money right mm-hmm. I want them to be out of from underneath that system well, Nick Saban's don't Nick I know don't. he says he does right but I'm like don't. do you you see Deion Sanders' answer? Why the fuck you bringing me in your shit? Yeah. <laughs> nah, Deion, yo, Deion went there because he started doing that dog whistling the other way. Yeah, he, he was, was like, like I we, don't have to pay, affairs, basically. <laughs> we don't have to pay our people to play with our people. <laughs> like, white Message. man, white man. Like, damn. Okay, Deion, I see you. Yeah. I he, hit him, he hit him with the, I know where the bodies are buried. Yeah. <laughs> You don't really want to talk about this, do you? <laughs> yeah, that shit was. I said, look at Dion. I didn't know he could spit like this. I thought, you know, I would have never guessed. Would've didn't Saban walk it back then after that? Is that? Yeah, but it's too late. And, and yeah, Dion hit him with the you. hit him with the. Don't try and do it in private. No, you did mm-hmm. it in public. Apologize. We got to talk in public. <laughs> yeah, he tried to call the coaches behind the scenes. Uh, did you see Jimbo Fisher? Oh, they said, boy, he <laughs> said he was is going at each other. You said some shit that alluded to he need to get slapped in the face. I said, yeah, shit. if they had been face to face, they'd have been fighting. And he said, they said, well, has he reached out and called? He said, yeah, I'm not going to answer. It's over. I said, damn. <laughs> and they'd have been they'd have been fighting. He he'd have been they'd have been a fist fight. Narcissist, like, oh, yeah. that was good. That was why don't white crime. That was some good drama right there. Nah, Dion was in it too, Karen. It was everybody. Yeah, they pulled Dion into uh, it. I, the girls okay. were fighting, and I was <laughs> the claws was out. Now let's go. Yeah, Dion is trying to stay above the fray on it, but just nah, shit. he hit that. Our <laughs> people, He's like, I'll fucking knock your old ass out. You know, <laughs> he's ready to fight. Jimbo Fish is ready to fight. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, Nick and they got to be in the same room at that SEC concert conference, as, as Brother Mark is saying in, in the chat room. Nick Saban I bet said you try to keep them motherfuckers apart. You know not they his will. intention to criticize Jimbo Fisher or Deion Sanders. That's what he says. Fuck well, if it's not here. your attention, why the fuck are you saying their names? He said they it was gave, your attention. They fuck gave, out here, man. They, he said they gave that kid a million dollars. Right. Fuck and he said they laughed about it. I don't know what's so funny. They talked about it in the paper. Man, suck my dick. That how can you take that any other way than the insult? Fuck out of here, man. <laughs> he didn't, you know, he, that's actually his only quote. It was not my intention to really criticize anyone. Fuck out of here. Yes, it was. He said to joke. <laughs> yes, up. it was. It was your intention to criticize them and the system. Right. Fuck out of here. You know, say that no, say that shit with your chest. I'm with Dion. Like, no, you're gonna do this publicly. You wanna talk some shit to me about it? We're gonna we're gonna talk publicly. Mm-mm. Saban said his players who earned money last year were doing it the right way. <laughs> of course. <laughs> what? Of course they were. Guys, you got to make money the right way. Be a lunch pail, blue collar earner of money. Of course they were. Yes, honey. 
Don't celebrate. Right. They was like, we can't pay me Mickey Mouse token coins no more. Oh, no. I don't know that's, that's not convenient. That's I can't go to the grocery store and pay in scholarship. I need money. Deion Sanders says Alabama football coach Nick Saban used him as a pawn to get more money from his boosters. So Dion was saying that this whole thing from Saban was a just a ploy. Yep. This child wants to come in. This child wants to hit me with every fact she fucked. You know what this child just asked me? What's that? <laughs> do you think it's do you think it's it's uh convenient that slavery was outlawed in 1864 and then segregation was outlawed in 1964? She literally just asked me that. Oh, that's that's some whole tap shit. I said it's not I said that's not convenience, that's coincidence. <laughs> oh. What well, you think it's a coincidence? <laughs> like, no, man, nothing is coincidence. It's all numerology, man. It's all I go through, numbers. I go numbers. through this. I go through this all day, every day. <laughs> the child has more questions for me than. Did you know that Lincoln had a secretary named Kennedy? <laughs> mm-hmm. Kennedy through, had one named Lincoln. I go through this every day. She's going to start conspiracy theories on you. <laughs> every day I'm going through this. All right. You got to start monitoring our YouTube. I just I gotta, <laughs> look at our I gotta, history. See what I she got a woke there. kid, man. I got a I got a woke kid. Oh my god, we had a. I'll tell you all yeah, this. And then, I'll tell you all this, and then we'll get off. Um, last Sunday, we went to Dave and Buster's, and um, as we drove over there, we had to have, in lieu of what happened in Delaware to the Delaware team, we had to have another talk about what to do if the police pull you over. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Or if you're in a bus or something like that and the police pull you over because she's at that age where she's going to start going and doing these things and going on bus rides. Mm-hmm. So we had to have that talk again <laughs> about, you know, um, if you get pulled over, first of all, you have to you're going to have to be quiet. Don't say anything because right. I got a mouthy child because right off the bat, she, we were talking about the Delaware. She was like, that's against the fourth amendment. I was like, yeah, I know <laughs> that's, an, that's an illegal search and seizure. Yeah. My 14 year old knows this. <laughs> I'm like, I know you can't say anything. Right. <laughs> okay. You can't say anything. You just have to sit safe, there, baby. I said, so you just, what you say is, Am I being detained? I have nothing to say. I want my parents. And you just keep saying that. Mm-hmm. Just keep saying that. And, don't and say if they no, ask no. you, can I look in your bag? You say no. No. <laughs> you don't agree. I am not agreeing to the search. Said, And they will lie to you. They'll tell you what your friend said. You have something in your bag. What are you hiding? They'll tell you shit like that. I said, do you know why? Because they're allowed to lie to you. And they will lie to you, you know, and this was right on the heels of uh, uh, Buffalo. So then we had to talk about how, you know, they're killing black people. So we got to sit in the car and cry and then go in, go and play uh, Halo in David Buster's. <laughs> that was my Sunday. Which is probably why I cry in these movies now. <laughs> or don't watch. Uh, don't watch Uncle Drew. <laughs> It'll take you down, <laughs> Uncle Drew. Tear me apart. Emotions. It's fucking ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. Then we had to come home because uh, my wife wasn't with us. So then uh, the two of them had to have the same discussion again without me in the room this time. Mm-hmm. 
And, uh, which is again, just the same reiteration of all the shit I said, but they got to go, they got to have the same. Yeah, it's like a call on repeat because it's hard yeah. to get them to understand the purpose is you make it home. Like, like it's yeah. a bigger picture than you being right in the moment. <laughs> yeah. It's like the third time now we've had to have it, but I got to keep reiterating it. Gotta do it. Gotta do a check in. <laughs> but like, did you get it? Are you listening? Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. You understand it. Don't say anything. And definitely don't agree. You no, you can't search in here. You crazy? <laughs> you can't. You can't search shit. Am I being detained? Am I being? Am I being detained? You know. Then fuck off. Then we played Halo. Well, she played Halo. I watched her and another kid. I just sat in a little thing, went and watched. But uh, we did play some, we did play a lot of Galaga. Oh, no, glad Steve y'all got or... the Dave and Busters, man. Galaga, there's a Connect Four basketball game. She beat me. Um, oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, you shoot baskets, try to get the Connect Four. Uh, they got some good shit in Dave and Busters. Dave and Busters is like an adult celebration station. I'm just glad y'all got to go. Yeah, we get up in there, you know. We're the only one in there with masks on, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I take that back because there was two other black fathers I know in there with their kids. Uh, this girl Noelle, who's a fan of myself and Andy and three guys on and uh, Reese, she's a comedian fan. Andy and I met her years ago. Remember that light skinned black girl, Andy? She's Creole from Houston. Yeah, she would come to the, the right. green room. Yeah. So I ran up on Keenan, her husband. Okay. We were Facebook friends with his, he was there with his son. He's about six. Cute boy. Cute boy. And then another cat I used to work out in the gym was there with his son, the older son. And it was a black, it was black daddy day up in Dave and Buster's. <laughs> Not a lot of black daddies in there. Yeah. Now, do you do the uh, dance dance revolution? They don't have that anymore. What? I haven't seen Dance Dance Revolution in a long time. Andy, I, never did a I never did it anyway, but I haven't seen it in a long time. Mm. Yeah, it's been a while for Andy. And they got a lot. They got a lot of. They got a lot of virtual games now too. Okay, uh, that's the yeah, Dance Dance got put out once we went virtual. Yeah, yeah, a lot of virtual games, but I haven't seen Dance Dance in a long time. Yes, I've been to Dave Busters in years, but I just remember that was there was always a lot of kids crowded yeah. around Dance Dance Revolution. Right, right. And Miss Barnes is talking about the Galaga Pac Man game. That game is changed. It's on like a 50 inch screen. Yeah, it's a giant, huge. It's I've seen giant. Those. Two people can play um, the Galaga one. Galaga is completely different now than it used to be. They have a couple of the older machines kind of off in the corner where you'll see people our age. Over, oh, let me go over here and play this shit. <laughs> but, it's like, here you go. Nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But for the most part, them games are a lot different. I look a lot for the shooting games. Like sometimes they have um, games like rifle, like a like a rifle rifle, yeah. like the the shooting gallery one. But they took that shit out. I they mean, used people, to have those. People who write manifestos typically look for those yeah. kinds of games. Yeah, Spend a lot of hours <laughs> over there. Yeah, we got to get the guns out of here. Putting in the man hours. I'm just under, <laughs> oh, I'm just so. I'm just under my breath. Yeah, your ass got you. Yours. <laughs> die, die, die. They got spree killer the game and shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this this the manifesto level. I hate these. They had this. They have this one thing. It's like a virtual theaters it's a jurassic thing it's like six people can go on it at one time you know uh they don't have that anymore they got a little they got like a little midway of 
Oh, you know, like you throw the ball, knock the knock the pins over, that kind of shit. They got those. They still got skee ball. Oh, skee ball is a classic. I don't think that's yeah. ever going away. But they only had like four of them. You know, I don't really have a lot of yeah. skee balls anymore. Basically, yeah. sounds like uh, Patrice Cullors' basement. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like that. That's like what you got down there. But they got that bar. That's the big thing. They got the bar. So. Welcome to the Black Lives Basement. Yeah, um, this is uh, the crazy taxi. Um, <laughs> Air hockey's I, over I there. I love the crazy taxi one because they actually had like the physical taxi car with like all the gears that break the park to reverse. They did have that. I remember that. Uh, yeah. Me and Roger used to that. play the hell out of that because the kids be bad, boy. One of us draft, one of us be the passenger, then we rotate. They used on that to big ass screen. You know what they have now? Hungry, hungry hippos. But it, it, you sit on the hippo and you you move like a big lever to get the hippo's mouth oh, to grab these big ass balls. That's different. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a giant rowing machine. Then basically, basically, yeah. <laughs> sit on the hippo and you move the thing back. I didn't want to work out though to get God. to get the balls. They got air out. hockey. They still got air hockey. Air hockey is a classic. Yeah, they still yes. got that. That ain't going the, They got the basketball game where the the backboard moves in and out. They got all the basketball games. Okay. <laughs> You know, all the basketball games. They got a they got a football one. Kind of throw through the hoops. Yeah. You know, mm. Throw through the hoops. They don't have a baseball one anymore. They used to. I don't. I didn't see one. The popularity of baseball is actually it's not still a good time. Uh, it's a little little pricey. I mean, for me and her, it's fifty. That's fifty right there. Of course. Because we each got to get a ticket. We got to get a card. And then if you eat. I'm not one for eating at Dave and Buster's. I don't like eating out much now anyway. Eat at Dave and Buster's. Yeah. You know, (laughs) well, she likes this this kind of slurpy light drink they got. So got to get that shit. (laughs) I'm full of sugar. Yeah. Got to get that shit. And like I said, I got a bar. So (laughs) you can carry the drink around with you. So, yeah. So that's what I, that's how I spent my Sunday. Oh, isn't that fun? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, let's bring this. Hey, where's normal. the golden tea? <laughs> yeah. That's another one. And you wasn't there a game where you would transform into a monster? Altered yeah, beast. Yeah, rampage. Altered beast. Yeah, they don't oh, have no, They don't have that no more. Altered beast. That's an old school one. They don't have that no more. They don't have that no more. They don't have. They got all this. They got all the killing zombie games though. You know, oh, and the, our three GO baby, her first birthday, the three B and three GO baby. <laughs> so, listen, y'all, thanks so much for coming in with us today. We appreciate y'all as always. Oh, we went long today. Yeah, uh, super long. Yeah, well, Thursday is going to be short. I'll tease a couple stories. Uh, Unless y'all want to do this one and break it into two, and it's up to you. I'd rather just keep it as one. I mean, we can just do only one. That's That works too. You want to just do only one? Um, yeah, let's let do only the, one. Let the freeloaders have this one on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Did you guys see, by the way, real quick, the guy who did the video living with Kendrick Lamar? No. All right. Well, no. I think that's a funny. I do want to see on. it now. It's a little. Hey, sad. y'all don't feel like we're ripping y'all off, do you? Because we're only giving y'all one. And um... nah, they love this. Garage <laughs> trying to get out. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm a fan. I pay. I'm a, yeah. I'm a subscriber. It's not Me just. Too. I'm yeah. not just saying it because I'm on this side. I'm, I'm mean, I don't I want y'all feeling I mean, like I mean, they didn't put in on it. I mean, they free. Yeah. Don't get in y'all head. We yeah. we didn't get to talk about comedian Tyler Fisher who made the papers for saying he was a well. Okay, so white. since we're only gonna do this one, a woman a defecated in a beauty store. <laughs> Let's go ahead what? and do one more. Let's talk about this comedian guy. All right. Well, here's living unless, with Lamar. Unless you see something. 
This guy did a sketch. I don't know if he's a comic or not, but it's a pretty good Kendrick impression. Well, that's it. Oh, bro, could I possibly get a cup of tea, please? Bro? Do you want herbal or tetley? The ginger one got a real kick like it's jetly. The ginger one got a real kick like it's jetly. In my bag like a tea leaf, got a green tea like Luigi. And this one's an aphrodisiac, cause the tips ain't always PG. The milkman ran over my fat toes, so I avoid lactose, cause it reminds me that I lack toes. So much steam yeah. that I lean yeah. back like I'm Fat Joe. Even racists drink tea when it's black, yo. I pray to the higher power. That one takes the flowers. Take two sips, you taste two lips on your two lips, and it goes down easy like when your granddaddy gets new hips. I just want a cup of tea. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I get a bit carried away sometimes. <laughs> That's not bad. It's <laughs> a good impression. He does that guy does like sketches on he's on um on <laughs> Twitter. That's not bad at all. Wanya Chihuahua is his name. C H A W A W A. Yeah, not that Chihuahua, Kendrick, that Kendrick album. What did y'all think about the uh, what's the song where him and the girl argue back and forth? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We cry uh, together. We cry together. What y'all think about that? I a, love it. I liked it a lot too. When there was a little bit, of course, just controversy. Well, that's just the way it is. I, yeah. Well, it was a controversy about it. Oh, the usual. Yeah, yeah the know. back and forth because they gotta have these black the, people fighting and shit like that. I'm like, oh, whatever. They yeah. spend all day arguing on Twitter anyway. <laughs> right, right, I <laughs> so I thought it's a copyright infringement issue. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It's, um, the I, usual. I'm not going to listen to that track very, very often because I don't I mean, what else is there? It's just hear people yell at each other. It's, it's not one a of re- the most not a repeat uh, track for me. It's one of the most upbeat, up tempo songs, which is interesting on that album because <laughs> the album is paid. It's very low key in a lot of places. And that's right. probably the most energetic song on there. Yeah. Um, and it's got the like catchiest wordplay, like easiest to remember raps, like because every line <laughs> ends in bitch and nigga. Um, and Taylor love- Page's performance was amazing. Like she mm-hmm. fucking stole the show. I would yeah. love to see what that's gonna look like when he performs in a concert. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I wonder how it's gonna play uh, on stage. I guess he can't have her on tour with him, probably. But. Right. Yeah. So that's gonna like. I wonder how he's gonna do that because that's one of those things where I could. I mean, because my favorite part is uh, the people that quoted like his parts and were like, look at this. He said this about women. It's like he also wrote Taylor Page's part right. about men and she's not a rapper. So. Right. right. That's also and, him. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think I think for me, I'm kind of like Andy. It's not going to be a repeat for me. Because the first, like, uh, when I listen to Kendrick Lamar stuff, like I was talking on our show, his stuff is dense. Like, it's it's like you have to listen over. It's like a lot to consume. Yeah. And the first time I played it, I got anxiety because I was like, what is happening? Somebody will get stabbed. Somebody will get shot. It's going to break out in violence. You know, because it's almost like you're listening. All of a sudden, you just hear people arguing at each other. But now yeah. you know it's not because you've heard it before. So... Yes, and I and I guess for me, I just don't like to hear people argue at each other. Yeah, that makes sense. So for me, no, I'm, like, I'm good. It's also like six minutes long. If it was like a 45 second interlude, then that's different. But it's it's a long ass argument. Right. Know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, for me, I was like, I, I it, it fits well on the album and it sets up the next song really well. Uh, but if I'm listening to the album, if I'm listening from like to have the album experience start to finish, yeah, you jump past that one. I, I might listen to that. But if I'm just picking out songs, I'm not going to choose that one necessarily. Right. But 
I don't even think of it as a song. I think of it as like an interlude. I, I don't even. Yeah, that's yeah. How, it doesn't that's register how I look as a song. It. Yeah. And in my mind, I guess I'm like, uh, nigga, this is this a dysfunctional relationship. Y'all like and my mind goes, y'all don't need to be together. Y'all need to break up. This shit, <laughs> this shit sound toxic. You got problems and he got problems. Everybody need to, that's that old woman kicking. In. Everybody need to go see a therapist. That's, yeah. that's kind of that's kind of the point. Karen. You're all wrong. <laughs> that's kind right, that, that's, that's kind how of my point, mind, Karen. my mind tits. Y'all like y'all all wrong. No, you don't need to fuck at the end of this. This is stupid. Wow, how do we get here? Like, I'm sorry, that, that's how my mind goes that's every time. Of, that's the point. That's the point of the piece of art. That maybe, it is. maybe the next yes. album he can have a track called "I Cry Alone." It's just six minutes of him whimpering. <laughs> just, just having in the middle, a, in the middle a, video, of a video of him walking around <laughs> punching the air. <laughs> yeah. I think he yeah. should just film the whole thing in Uncle Drew. He's watching it at movie theater. <laughs> and he just starts crying and punching the air. Uncle Drew. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. Yeah, it's it's it, that boy don't miss. That boy don't miss. Yeah, and boy, don't miss. What was the story you wanted to hit, Andy? Comedian Tyler Fisher claims he was rejected by agent for being white. Uh, He posted about this on Twitter. It went kind of viral. And then now the New York Post is, uh, of course. Um, Brother Mark is saying, if we have any emails or YouTube comments to hit, Andy, we may as well get them. All right. (laughs) Let me let me gather those real quick. Yeah. Tyler, the race baiter. If you remember, he's the guy with the. The, he's the anti-vaxxer with the, oh, excuse me. He's not an anti-vaxxer. He just he doesn't believe the, in forced vaccinations with the shitty Bill Burr impression. This Bill Burr is actually pretty good. It's yeah. a good Bill Burr, Bill Burr impression. But he went to the, at the anti-vax rally in DC that Robert uh, RFK Jr. spoke at a couple months ago where RFK Jr. caught flack for saying something about Hitler or whatever, whatever it was. And Frank, I, I don't remember the comment, but Tyler Fisher was there too. Um, he was in D.C. a couple of years back. I drove him around to a couple open mics. I uh, didn't see this side of it, but he recorded a phone call with himself talking to an agent that he was trying to, I guess, sign with. And so here's the recording. If it comes up. Maybe it won't play. Like oh, white men said that they're not. Yeah, it's, it's. Is it a policy like explicit that they're not taking on any like white men, or is it like case by case? The only exception would be yes. I think like uh, uh, on camera talent stand up, probably not. No. Okay, so no, so no white men are allowed for on camera stuff. Like, is it? Did, were they like, it, will wait a year, or is it like it's just kind of? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's, it's right now where it stands, but like, yeah, I mean, it could change in a year depending on, um, you know, if we also thin out our roster, you know what I mean, and then it could change. Right. Or, or if. Right there. We, you know, That's told- it. We already got a bunch of white guys. We're trying to <laughs> thin out our roster. No, he said if we were to thin out our roster, there might right. be space for a white guy. Right there. We have a lot. We're trying to expand the diversity in our roster. Reggie said he's about to get a toothache. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's about to get a toothache. He, they're trying to expand the diversity within the roster because there are more opportunities for black actors and comedians and such. So therefore, if you want to be an agency who represents these people, you have to now get these people on in your stable. It makes perfect sense. I'm not crazy, am I? Well, I think people outside of entertainment don't always hear these conversations the way because they will literally say, "We've already got all the way. We've already got a couple of you. 
Right. So no more of you. We need some of, of this other type of person. So they need, we need women. We need this ethnicity, that ethnicity. We need white guys. We already have white guys. So we're not looking for more white guys. That's how they talk. I mean, that's how they, that's how it's set up because they're trying to cast for specific roles in commercials and TV right. shows. And so, there's opportunities being presented. Casting directors, that's not their feedback anymore. There's feedback, or not even casting directors, um, you know, studios, production companies, whatever it may be, um, where it's like, you know, this is what we're looking for. We're open to, you know, reading more. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, more diverse would be the actual. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's mind numbing. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. No, Why is I, it money? I, look, and I think you're like a refreshing voice, you know what I mean? Like in the sense of, <laughs> it's just so much homogenous, like the opinion of just like, everybody's afraid, you know, to kind of say how they feel right now. So many yeah. people are. Yeah. You know, it's fucked up. Okay, so that's the agent guy talking, the agency guy who was saying mm-hmm. so much homogenous opinion out there. Um it's there's so many homogenous rosters out there where you look right. at the roster and it's all like a bunch of white guys. All so I do is now he's saying there's homogenous opinion as far as everyone's opinion is you got to be more diverse. How homogenous, right? Like, and it, which doesn't make any sense. It doesn't hold any that scrutiny, it, but that means it leaves me out because, uh, cause I don't like is, that. Right. The thing is y'all set the rules and then not tell me funny. You don't make the cut or you mediocre ass or below average at what you do. So as far as whiteness is concerned, you can't make it. And there's these <clears throat> others that are actually better than you. So we're going to put them in. They feel like it's not fair. My average to mediocre ass out of being here. Mm-hmm. Their feelings are so fucking important right. that the agents lie to them and right. tell them it's not them. It's some other thing that they that has no basis. In fact, right. Meanwhile, in when and, and it's all for jealousy and envy mm-hmm. because in their minds, a fair meritocracy is a room full of white people. Right? Yep. And that is the default in the baseline. That's what every room should look like. And when a black person gets in there, they immediately become suspect. Oh, this is mm-hmm. a diversity hire. This is a, is this some sort of affirmative action? It's never, you got there on your own merit. Meanwhile, to be the diversity hire, you got to be better. Yes. So to get in the room, because they've jacked up the qualifications with racism so fucked up, the black and brown people, the women, the LGBTQ people in the room are better than the white dudes in the room because by nature of, of what you have to do. But his agent wanting to take the easy way out is like, I'm not going to say you just didn't get it, dude. You're not good enough. Right. Uh, they didn't like you. I got to go. Well, it's really about they, they want some diversity and they're just not hiring white men. And now this guy's walking around. like You got a class action lawsuit. Well, he doesn't have any lawsuit. And here's what he's done. He's now saw to it that this conversation is never going to happen again <laughs> from an agent to a client. Yeah, he, done. Cl- he claims that he was in his when he took the call, because here's what he says. He says, I was ready to sign the papers of this agency, AGI Entertainment Media and Management. Were they ready um, to sign the papers with you? Right. So, I mean, I'm ready to sign papers, too. So I'm ready uh, to sign papers on the agent right now. Right now. I'm ready. And then they didn't send me the papers. <laughs> so, like, I was sitting here. I got a pen in my hand. I got a pen right here. I'm ready to sign papers. No Randolph's ready, it. agents. <laughs> send me the paper because I'm ready. <laughs> so he's he's ready to sign the papers. Uh, here, here's the guy, by the way. Um, and then his agent, the agent got not the his agent, but the agency he was waiting to sign with calls him he says while he's sitting in his podcast studio so he just goes ahead and records the call 
So now, now they're going to have to say every time they call you, like, no, you know what? You, know, you we can't do this over the phone because you're going to record it. But yeah, come um, in. Meet, right. That's what's going to be. Meet us in the office. I'll make yeah. you lock your phone up when you come in. <laughs> yes, sir. Frisky. You lock your phone up. Uh, or they're just not going to have this conversation with you. Yeah, which, he's, which he, by the way, they don't have to. I don't have to give you any reason. No, just be like you. This is job, me being man. nice. Right. I don't have to give you any reason. <laughs> he's going to be on. He's going to get hired by Gutfeld or something. Uh, AGI assistant elect Alex Brizel said, "We love you. Everyone here loves you. He thinks you're a star, but we're not taking you because you're white." That's his his um, characterization of it. And that's when my stomach dropped. Alleged Fisher, who is now suing the company for discrimination in Brooklyn. Um, the agency though says that they have actually added quite a few white guys in the pandemic. <laughs> so of course. If, as long as they got the receipts for that, then this guy's got zero case. Well, I don't think he doesn't have a case anyway, unless mm-hmm. he gets in front of a Trump judge. Right. He doesn't have a, he has no case. And now he's, I will not settle. I'll take this all now. He, and he wants martyrdom. Now this justified racism went in. What is racism, boy? Explain to me they what racism they, is. They don't know. I've realized, I've come to a conclusion that a lot of white people don't know what racism is. Right. This is a business. For decades, black people have been blocked out simply because they are black. For decades. Or if you are let in, you're let in, you're let in to, play, to play only a certain thing. A source close to AGI claimed more than half the people who they have signed on since this incident have been white men. Just half, just half, more than half, just half, you know, but let's just say, but half. not this particular white man who also conveniently uh, is an anti-vaxxer. Right. Or at least against mandates. Um, I do believe this one party says I've, en- I've endless people reaching out to me privately saying this has happened to me. I'm too afraid to speak out. I bet he's got a lot of people like me too, man, you know, yeah. this fucking, but I don't know if anyone's, um, going to trust the privacy part of that conversation anymore with this guy. Right. I had an acting agent reach out to me, you know, so basically you want me to feel bad that diversity is happening. That's what you want. Right. Yep. You know, and this is why, again, what part of whiteness is broken? There's just something broken inside of whiteness. There's just something broken inside of whiteness. Even, even the so-called liberal whites, which is, I'm sure this guy thinks of it as of himself. And I mean, I'm not like those types, you know? Well, I don't, yeah. He's, well, so, he's he taking the hard right turn. He since hired a manager that helped, going home. Get, that helped him get a part in the Daily Wire film, Terror <laughs> on the Prairie. <laughs> what? With Gina Carano. This is just, uh, this is, oh, this, not with Gina Carano. We know what the hell she on. This is just his art. This is just an all right PR move. This, this is audition tape. I am yeah. so disappointed in that white woman. I was so looking forward to her spinoff of the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And she fucked it up because she couldn't keep her mouth shut. Yep. <laughs> Terror on the prairie. They better be saying the N-word, hard R, and have rape scenes, uh, lynchings. They better go all the way with that shit. Well, the, ter- Not- the terror is just a black family moving in. That's all yeah. it is. They what are y'all even doing way. here? <laughs> Like, I don't want to hear this shit of the, the liberals won't let us do. OK, well, then do your thing. Right. Yeah. What's the excuse now? You the, the, ain't no need to be PC. Right. Yeah. I want the racist people winning a Cal Rittenhouse cameo. It better be fucked up. Well, you know what they'll yeah. say? You know what they'll say is, uh, no, that's not that. It's not that we don't want to do that. We just want to have the opportunity to create 
and not have to be told who we have to hire, who we don't have to. That's mm-hmm. that's the bullshit. It better be all white. I don't want no people of color in right, it. Right. Well, and that's I'm where you saying. get into the <laughs> idea that like all this was this homogenous opinion, which is what that agent was saying to him. All the edge lord comedy festivals, the truth telling, uh, unmasked all the comedy, same. they all have the same opinion. That's that's homogenous right. opinion across the board. And so, but they all pretend they're ra- raging against some kind of oppressive machine while they're grifting their way into like lucrative podcasts. And, and they shit. will let a black person be on as long as that black person, as long is as you Hodge. believe what they believe, as long as that yeah. black person is the Hodge twins. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. right. as long as you believe what they believe. Yeah, so homogenous opinion is is bullshit too. It's all it's all bullshit, really. Yeah, but he gets to come out. You and say see that, that headline there? Adele and boyfriend Rich Paul yuck it up, yuck it up, Court yuck scene. it up. Well, someone took a picture. Go on here and say, yeah. yeah, I don't call that yucking. Uh, well, I mean, first of all, yuck yuck. You're not in the pay grade to be able to yuck. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, yeah, I'm not in the yucky. This range. is rich people shit. Rich people yuck it up. They don't laugh. <laughs> they don't laugh on the sideline. They be yuck. They yeah. yuck. Is that what they do? Okay. I gotta get. Listen, I'm trying to get on. Get to this yuck it up money. Get they level right. <laughs> Damn, the writing is terrible at fucking trust. Yuck it up. I mean, you never heard <laughs> of yuck it up before. It up like, too. he's yucking it up. She, this guy back here is yucking it up. There's a lot of yucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, as Tony Kornheiser would say, as I used to listen to him, that the New York Post's headline should be New York Post, where occasionally we print in English. <laughs> I, oh, no. She's getting yucked right here. She's getting yucked. <laughs> Is that a yuck? Yeah. yeah she's getting yuck? totally yucked. That's Look some at yucking her. going. That's some high. F- yuck if you buck. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> Highfalutin yucking. Now, in this picture, there's not a lot of yucking. No yucking Uh, happening. No no yucking in that one. No one's yucking that one. This is a serious moment in the game. He was probably watching a client. (laughs) This one was checking her phone in every picture. She's not yucking. Yeah. Uh, No yucking. Uh, Basically, someone took a picture. That shit makes me mad. Why are you even at the game, girl? Because there's nothing that's a bigger flex than being on your phone, bro. You you don't (laughs) know how to be rich, man. In that ticket, in that ticket that man bought for you. What are you doing? See, Randolph, you've never been in a rural box section, so you don't really understand. You don't know what what happens. Yeah. You know, we gotta you gotta come to Charlotte. We take you to a game and then you Yes, we'll take you to a game. So you can flex on them and be like, I'm not even watching. Yeah, so you so you can you can ride the elevator to the to the second level. I'm reading a, I'm reading a, a, a copy of a book I bought on a train for 80% above market price <laughs> during the middle of this fucking game y'all care so much about. I, I got <laughs> three phones ass. out when I'm in a game. I got three different phones out. I'm tweeting to myself and replying back on the different back yeah. on the other phone. Yes, yeah. Randolph, you come and look down at the pause with me. I'm uh, <laughs> come on. That's what we that's that's I yeah. have sat on the floor of a wizards game, and it's a different it, Ain't no, none no. of this. Mm, them motherfuckers are into the game and the wizards. Now nah, I'm not talking about the floor. I'm talking about mm. you literally looking down like you had a, a Roman fight where you could put your thumb. Also, up. like <laughs> a wizards game ain't nowhere. Like right. it ain't like all, the people that go to them games really care about the team. They sure do. Yeah, because like they don't have any other reason to be there. <laughs> also, <laughs> as a wizards fan, there's nothing to yuck about. No, it's right. never fun. There's no fun in <laughs> a wizards game. Right. Maybe if the guy hits the half court shot between commercial breaks, that's fun. But that's about it. Well, then I guess me, me and Rod, we be yucking it up at the Hornets game. I'm a fan. Oh, Jesus Christ. Did you see that other headline? Billy Lord on going brawless like her mom, Carrie Fisher. I'm like, are you fucking serious? This is working on you, by the way. <laughs> see? Yeah. 
this is how they, you keep this, saying in disgust, but this well, is exactly they hit what me. They hit me because I write these things now. That's another mm-hmm. big part. Kim Kardashian bears her butt in barely their thumb. All right, we got to go. Jesus Christ. Yeah, let's, let's zoom in and enhance. Well, yeah, she did okay. bear it. That is barely that. That yeah, delivered on the promise. That's a pretty barely there thong bikini. Yeah, she must have just got some work done. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, you got to take it, get it oh, tuned yeah. up every six oh, yeah. months. If, Kim yeah, Kardashian's yeah. plastic if, surgeon yucking it up, yeah. <laughs> yucking it up all the way to the bank. Yes, yeah. Also, it's probably Photoshop. You're gonna get this work too. It's also probably Photoshop because yeah. they do that to all their pictures. Yeah, they got the best Photoshop people in the business. Yeah, yeah they do. <laughs> well, that's her Instagram. I wonder, you know, what they do. Sunbum. Sunbum <laughs> was the caption. She must have got it done off. She must have got it done for Pete. Of Maybe on she's on the swimsuit issue. Yeah, there you go. Oh, there you go. That was that was a lot of surgeries ago. No, that's 2022. Is that 2022? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that must be. She back, dog. Kanye mm-hmm. can't stop her. <laughs> yeah, he, he can't have her and let his tetawine well. So she was like, yeah. you know what I'm going to do? Y'all going to get these cheeks. She was out here trying to cover all that up. Right. She's like, y'all going to get this work. That I... ain't how you got her. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm Pete trying to Davidson, tell you, if I pay for that up. work, y'all will be getting <laughs> getting getting uh that work too. Hmm. Yeah, so you know, she's living not, the best life. Not the full beat of face makeup in the mat in the pool. Yeah, of the course. full beat. You know it's waterproof. Man, <laughs> they be wilding with these photoshops, man. The full beat. <laughs> oh man, that's she got hilarious. that good Fenty. It's waterproof. You know it is. Her <laughs> lips is perfect. Kim, get in the water and look. I have to get in the water? Yes. Then her, then her mom popped in. Girl, you better get your ass in that water. Bill Maher suggests kids are becoming LGBTQ because it's hip on real time. Oh, you didn't see that clip? He was trending no. last night for that. Uh, he trends. <sighs> what did I tell y'all last week? Every, week? every Saturday morning. He yep. said something like, uh, <laughs> said something like, if it's really just a biological thing, why is it more common in California than Ohio? Is it, It's a regional thing. It's what? not. I didn't watch. I didn't watch uh, well, that could possibly be. Because right. it's more accepted <laughs> in California than it is in Ohio. Everyone, everyone it in the replies could just said be that. that. Everyone said in the replies, "Fucking idiot!" It's a dunk contest where everyone does the same dunk. Everyone <laughs> said the well, I mean, it's it's right there for you. It's it's just you know why? Because it's just a straight up tomahawk. You don't have to windmill. You don't mm-hmm. have to throw it off the backboard. All you have to do is tomahawk it. <laughs> That's right. it's, just, it's, a, it's the easiest dunk. Just come in, raise up, and tomahawk it. And that's it. <laughs> and granted, there were also a lot of replies that were like, finally, someone said it. I didn't watch the segment. I just I read the quote that he well, that's tweeted the, with it. That's, and the person who said that, that's the dude who gets nuts in their face when you tomahawk them. That's, that's, <laughs> that's that guy. That's that guy. He's getting stepped over. It's about time somebody's told the truth <laughs> yeah, on this app. He's getting stepped over. It's fucking, where was it in California? Because it's easier to be gay in California, you fucking idiot. Right. It's, it's and not, trans. He's talking about trans, I think. But because Again, it doesn't yeah. matter. It's easier to be part of that community. I have a feeling the gay numbers uh, you fucking, You yeah. fucking idiot. <laughs> that's, that, that's why. Because it's easier. It's being Jesus out. Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He said, this, this is what he tweeted. If the spike in trans children is all biological, why is it regional? Either Ohio is shaming them or California is creating them. It's not either or. Ohio is shaming them. Yeah. California <laughs> is not shaming them. And uh, not creating them. Not, not Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. <laughs> Until he finds out about Atlanta and Black. Here, here. Let me throw this one off the backboard. <laughs> and they're not creating them either. <laughs> right. 
Here's a picture of trans people yucking it up. Must have been California. <laughs> they yuck yuck. They're not yucking it up in Ohio. Where, that much. Where when he's writing that, where are the people saying what we're saying right now? And let me put it to you like this. Reese couldn't say no shit like this without me going, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what, the fuck? what are you talking about? This was the first reply to his tweet. It was a classic uh, how there used to be fewer left-handed people because people were forced to not use their left hands. Right. And then now level off at 12% of the population. So same idea. Yeah. It seems like a spike. In. It's not Don't a spike. play this shit. Andy. I'm not going to play. I'm, I'm hitting the stop share button. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus so, Christ. You want to do comments or just save that till next week? Because we got to we got to several. Uh, let's hold. Let's hold them. Yeah, let's, let's save hold them. them. We're closing in. We've been well, y'all got a little bit more. <laughs> a little bit more. Yeah. That fucking idiot. Thanks, everybody, for coming in today. As always, we appreciate y'all. Um, like I said, hit us, hit us in the, uh, hit us in the chat, hit us in the chats, wherever you're at. We'll definitely try to get back at you. We will we'll skip the story about the woman who defecated in a beauty store and ruined eight wigs. Miss Barnes, oh, no, you are still wigs. Miss Barnes. Take a look at the camera for me, please. There you go. You still, you still think about that artwork. Give me one of these. Okay. You still think about that artwork. Okay. Give me a second. Ava May. Yeah. Come here for a second. Was this is a, is a deal about to go down? Yeah, a little bit. Come, come here. This is Miss. This is Miss Barnes. Oh, we reached the merch segment. Oh shit! <laughs> this is Miss Barnes right here. She's interested in buying some of your art. Really? Yeah. Why do you want to buy my paintings? Oh my God. <laughs> she's gonna. She's gonna answer you right here. Come up here. She's in the chat. Yeah. And this, this is the chat. She's like, and, and your reasoning? She needs something for her living room. She's already like, I'm not selling it. Uh, the price of the brick went up. <laughs> for living room. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to get in touch with you tomorrow evening at 7 o'clock. If you want me back home now. Did Miss Barnes freeze? Uh, she might have frozen. I think she did. <laughs> oh. The the universe is trying to keep us apart. No, we ain't allowed this. Okay, she moving it. Yeah, so we're gonna get to because we're gonna have to we're gonna have to uh, FaceTime so you can look at look at the stuff. But I think uh, you know she does abstracts, so I think you'll be I think you'll be pleased. <laughs> there we go. I think you'll be pleased. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so tomorrow at a uh, you're on East Coast time. I'll hit you through the I'll hit you through the messenger. I'll hit you through the messenger. Okay. I'll hit you through the messenger. Don't even worry. I'll hit you through the messenger. And Dr. April, um, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about Tuesday. If uh that sounds good for Dr. April. I keep getting caught up in things in things during the week. Is there so, gonna be a woke files coming up? Is that what's going yes, on? Yes. Yes. Okay. I just gotta block off the time before something eats into my time. Is this gonna be about the manosphere? Can't see, can't. Ah, what's an okay? Let me look at. Let me look at um, my comedy Monday. The hole in the manosphere. <laughs> Monday. Ah, okay. I'll be in touch with you. <laughs> okay. Oh, look at the doggy and the waving uh, at the table. Monday. Okay. Oh, adorable. That'll that'll work Monday. 
And speaking of Monday, Mark, I got to put your shirt in the mail. There, I think we've done everything. <laughs> when is Memorial Day? Next week. Monday. The Next week. Yeah. Yeah. That ain't going to slow us down because we, we come in. I mean, we're home. So yeah. my wife has to work, so I ain't going nowhere. All right. So there. Good. Anybody else got anything? Uh, no, I, no, I might have I might have All two right. Roots tickets available. For <laughs> depending on how I've. I feel you on that one. I, I mean, Petey's Petey was going with me. He's he's. I think he still wants to go. We talked about it. Um, but back in December, he was going to go with somebody else because I couldn't go, and then they canceled the show. So I might hit him up and say like, "Hey, man, uh, not feeling this, but we'll see. I'll either have a story about a great show or doing nothing next week when we when we convene." <laughs> And Rona numbers. Yeah. 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 You know, we're in the uh what are we in? Low to it's moderate. Fifth right row, now? It's fifth row seats, guys. It's right up front. Yeah, good ass oh, seats. Right up you gotta go out there and yuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks so much, Rod and Karen. As always, thank you guys for jumping Yay. in with us. Y'all know we appreciate y'all. And thank you, everybody. Linus, 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 Linus. Linus doesn't even he's like, I don't hear nothing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that was I'm yelling at a dog on the screen, y'all, for uh, those who Aww. don't know. Uh, and thank you, chat room, for coming in with us. Uh, we appreciate y'all as always. Y'all make this shit go for us. And as as Andy and I, and my wife have said, I don't think we're going back to any other way. <laughs> doesn't make sense until a studio picks us up and then we'll have to figure out a way to do it then right well <laughs> you know these studios don't like white guys on podcasts that's true you know so, uh, <laughs> i guess you're, you're out of that. the out of the game well you'll become persian all of a sudden that's, yeah i'll do that <laughs> <laughs> this is not it's not hard to get around how dare you call me white <laughs> it's not, not hard to get around here's some old pictures of me <laughs> <laughs> It's not hard to get around. I had a full head of hair at birth. Does a <laughs> white guy have that? I doubt it. <laughs> All right, so Rod, take us out. All right, y'all. So we will see y'all next time. Uh, I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. I'm Ken Morrow. And I'm Rod Morrow. Hey, we have three guys on, and we are out. <laughs>